<laughs> Hi everyone, welcome back to our Hollywood. I'm Daniel. I'm Kim. And today we have a <laughs> sorry. It's because I had um, toilet issues before. We were talking <laughs> yeah. about it. I didn't know Daniel was recording. <laughs> there was some behind the scenes drama with Kim in the bathroom, <laughs> like 15 yeah. minutes ago. Um, anyways, we have a really fun episode today. We're talking about our childhood TV shows, the ones that got rebooted, the ones that tried, the ones that didn't. Um, so that's good, fine. the bad, and the ugly. Thank yeah. you for that accent. Um, but before we get into that, we're going to talk about what we watched this week. Um, actually, just kidding. First, we're going to plug the stuff. My brain is really frazzled right now, guys. I have, it's the coffee. It is the coffee. Anytime <laughs> you can tell when the coffee is kicking in. Yeah. Don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. I'm going to get you that for Christmas. Thank you so much. I hope it's Ray Dunn like, font. Oh, 100%. <laughs> okay. Um, follow us on our Instagram. Our Instagram is at our.hollywood. Um, follow us on our TikTok. Okay, honestly, if you go on our Instagram and you press the little link tree, everything's there. Yeah. So like, press that, our guys. link tree. Yeah, press our link tree. Yeah. Check out the things we have. Um, but I think our Instagram is like the hub. Yeah. The our Hollywood hub. Um, but yeah. Okay, so I'm trying to do it quickly, guys, because we recorded for so long. Um, so what did you watch? We always today? think it's gonna take a lot less time, and then we don't shut up ever. No, we don't. No. Um, I listened to podcast that's like been my thing lately okay i've just been listening to a lot of podcasts because i feel like i've been driving a lot recently okay. um and that's what i like to do so i don't dissociate because this is so dissociating when you drive yeah is like terrifying especially when you're like did i just run a red light yeah or like where yeah am I? yeah or you start spiraling yeah, yeah. don't love doing that no. so if you also struggle with that get into a podcast get into yeah. our hollywood you're listening to this yeah. listen to it on a car ride yeah. listen to besties on a car ride. listen to miscommunicate on yeah. a car ride just because i feel like when you're, yeah yeah just back to back triple feature yeah. like honestly it's like a good time like you start yeah. with like the the meat and then you get to like decompress yeah <laughs> yeah for like for like an hour and a half after. yeah cool yeah definitely do that maybe i'll do that next drive i have well i mean it'd have to be a really long drive it'd have to be like a five hour drive well, on the way up and on the oh, way back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Works. So that'd be good. Like, listen to our house on the way up. Do your thing. Decompress. Um, so that being said, I know Tana Mojo is oh my a God. very um, controversial person, but she is also one of the most yeah. fascinating people. Yeah. Honestly, like, I, hate I, I to would say it. Exactly. That's exactly what words out of my mouth. I literally, I think I said this on Bessie's too. Like, I hate to admit it, but Tana's fun to listen Yeah. To. And like, she's just like, she doesn't say anything super out of pocket as of late. She's funny though. Like, she yeah, is funny. she definitely feeds into it. She's admitted it. She like feeds yeah. into like the drama and Her stuff. Podcast she's is not like, she's not like Trista Paytas or like, no. or like Abby Hanna where it's like, we should really deplatform these people because yeah. they need to take their mental health seriously. Yeah. Like, I feel like Tana's like a more digestible like version of those two. Yeah. If definitely. that makes any sense. Because and I think her, 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 the drama she has doesn't come from like an actual place of like eat. it's about herself like, it's literally just her wanting attention so often that's what literally they said on the first episode yeah. of her podcast she was like that's what trisha said to her because trisha was her first guest oh second episode yeah. trisha was her first guest and trisha was like well how do your drama is about yourself yeah so and it's literally just about you usually so i think that's why more people like like i don't love tana because i think what she stands for and like her how young her audience is yeah. is very harmful but because i'm older and i can like separate yeah that like she's i understand she's not like a great person and i don't look up to her as a role model yeah. that's why i think it's okay for me to it's listen like to it's it. like it feels like the when i watch the podcast i feel 
like I'm like opening a door and I'm like oh look how these people live and then closing it and going about my day yeah I don't want to stay there yeah I just get like the tea and I can move on but like okay I said this on besties but don't you feel like sometimes they side with so many like okay did you watch the Bryce Hall episode that's what I was gonna say. Okay, so she it made did an me episode. like him a little bit. Oh, not me. Not like I like it made me hate him a lot less. Uh, okay. I don't like him. Yeah, yeah. But like it, I think I had such like a for some reason I just hated me too. him. But like with how chill he was on her podcast, I was like, oh okay. I still not a He's, huge fan of him, but I, I definitely was like, oh yeah, I'm not. A I fan. hate Austin McGroom more. McGroom more. I yeah because he's involving his children he's gross so like that's like bryce is just being he's making himself to be look out like a dumbass so at the end of the day it's just his fault so that's why i'm like you know me hating him is not doing anything it's not i also don't don't do anything with the hate i'm just like silently (laughs) hating i think with like how like watching that podcast it feels like if, okay, you know at school, dream? no, you know at school when they would put you in groups and it's that one time that you get sat down with popular kids and you're like, I definitely shouldn't be here, but they just tell you everything. But that's literally what it feels like. Like I was watching them and they're like talking about all these parties and like being blackout and like all this stuff. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, it could never be Because I don't, yeah, I don't want to be there, but yeah. I love knowing the gossip. Exactly. That's what it is. Ugh. And I like when they like name drop, love that. Yeah, because they have no shame. It's fun They'll to listen know. to. It's so fun to listen to. And I know I'm not, I know they're not role models. Exactly. I'm not going to, but like, I don't like that their audience is so young and impressionable. I don't like that either. I don't love that. Especially because she like had Trisha on and like us as people who, like we've seen Trisha from the beginning, every scandal we like, we've yeah. seen like the I deeper aspects of it. Yeah, exactly. So like. I feel like we understand why she has Trisha on the podcast. Whereas mm-hmm. younger younger people like on TikTok and stuff, they're still like, they're like, oh, she supports her. And, yeah, and we're like, guys, and no. she's not gonna be mean to her to her face. Like Tana's very much a person that like, if you're sitting right in front of you, in front of her, she's your best friend. Yeah, but you never know what she's saying like behind the scenes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't I know agree. That. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. <laughs> um. I yeah. I like her podcast a lot. I think it's super interesting, and I've always thought she's super fascinating. But I think yeah, because I'm older and like she's literally the same age as me. Yeah, she's literally the same age as yeah. me. I'm like, it's just it's just like a the pop like what you said like the popular kids at the table. I just get to know the gossip, and I yeah. get to move along with it, just knowing a little bit more about the inside of it because that side of influencer culture is so interesting that's what i was thinking about when i was listening to it i was like there's like those type of influencers that are yeah. just like the they honestly give influencers a bad rap yeah. and then there's like the good wholesome ones like i listen i listened to canceled and then i listened to alicia marie and remy <laughs> remy ashton right after and yeah. it's like the two very opposites of youtube i always think about this like if we like it's ended like up being place. like like those level of influencers like where would we end up um, and I was thinking, I was like, I hope it's not in the Tana TikTok. Like, no, I don't think those. Area. Personally, I don't think I would end up there. I'm trying to think of like where. I feel like I feel best... like I would be between. I feel like I would be. Can I tell you where I think you would end yes, up? Yes, yes, please. I feel like you would go like in the. I don't know how to explain. Like in the Britney Broski, like Sarah, like like That's Twitter where I comedy. I was gonna play, yeah, place myself like too, but I wouldn't use way. Twitter. Like Emmy Hartman, Brittany Broski, like uh-huh. Enya, Drew, that Even I feel like area. Em, but I feel like Emmy Hartman is like still too young because I feel like a lot of their comedy is like, yeah. oh, pee and poop. But like, <laughs> we're like. They're so funny no, though. No, I was listening to their podcast. I was like, these people are 12 year olds, but like it's still you funny. They're not doing it anymore, I don't think. I think it didn't get a lot of listens. So like, I that think was so cool. It was on like temp- 
she said on TikTok, like, oh. they're not filming episodes for the foreseeable future. So it is a lot of work to do a podcast. Yeah. And like, especially when like you're not I getting think paid. Also, like weird timing because they dropped theirs and then Enya and Drew dropped theirs like almost at like, the exact same time. But and they Enya did similar. Sponsored, right? Like it's like No, it's just yeah. them. They're just fucking and, around. Yeah. So there's no money involved. So it's, but like Enya and Drew are like the blueprint. So that's why I feel you like You know what's so funny? When I went to the Heaven by Mark Jacobs, by the way, oh yeah, I forgot you met no them. idea who these people were. Like truly, if you had shown them to me, wouldn't have known. So we're standing in the line and my, my friend Marlies and like Karina, they're like talking to each other. They're like, oh my God, that's like blah 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 and Ian Drew. And I was like, those are the employees, guys. Like, I don't think I that's did. I don't think that's right. And she was like, no, they're like YouTube, and then whatever. They explained them to me. And then we went inside they and they were diners. Yeah, I guess. But like they were really nice. Well, yeah. anyway, I didn't talk that much to the guy. He was kind yeah. of like not doing anything, to be completely honest. But like I feel also, like that's pretty accurate. They were, like, working? Yeah. Do they that's what Heaven does, yeah. They just, like, get people that have, like, mild internet so personalities for the most part to work in their oh, store a little that. bit. They I have, liked like, it. Have it. It's really they have, like, cool. randomly 100K on Instagram. That's, like, Who the does? criteria to get hired. At, oh, oh, oh. I'm making a joke. <laughs> I don't yet. think it's actually, but... Not that I'm making a joke. <laughs> um, I didn't want people to get offended no, no, because no, I but... genuinely enjoy all of the people. Yeah, because they're cool. They're just like cool girl, boy, non-binary. Fashion. Yeah, fashion. I really like that store, honestly. What is going on? Hello. Was it connected Whatever. to your? No, they're box? off. They're oh, okay. In the box. Um. Anyways, yeah. Why? Why did we bring that up? Oh, YouTuber podcasts. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. So I... that's the only podcast I listen to. YouTuber podcasts or celebrity. I but listen... I think YouTuber ones are more make more sense to me because I already watched vlogs and stuff. So it's just, 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 I don't have to watch a video. That's true. You just have to listen. Mm -hmm. I do. Okay. There are a couple, well, before I get on to mine, I like Grace Hart and Memory. Oh, wait, no. Grace Helbig and Memory Hart's podcast. Wait, backtrack to Hannah really quick before we get too far off. Did you listen to the first episode? I listened to all of them, yeah, unfortunately. (laughs) Do you remember in the... I think it was the first episode where she said that her friend is dating Olivia Rodrigo. I literally talked about this on Besties. I and when she was yeah, like, what episode? Um, I don't know, like two, last one or two. Uh, I don't ago. think I that. Yeah, yeah, like a, a recent one. And she goes like, "Oh, I love him so much." She's like defending him, mm-hmm. and I was like, "No, guys, that's not the move." Yeah. Oh no, it was the last episode that I talked about it. Okay, yeah, I didn't get to listen to that one yet. No, we're gonna oh, spill your thoughts. I just thought that was interesting, like because it really is such a small world. It's just so interesting also. Also, I was listening to Pretty Basic today mm. and them talking about like influencer parties and like the prime time of Playlist Live. Remember, like yeah, yeah. we would always see the the vlogs and they would be yeah. in that hotel room and like partying and stuff. Yeah. And like I'm very upset. I didn't get to experience I mean, I don't even know if I'm gonna experience any sort of right con. But maybe, like maybe at some point. Like because they're like not they canceled this year's video. I know, but it's not the same. Like I won't oh, party with O2L oh, oh, and Jenna Penn. Um, anyways, what I watched this week, um, the American Horror Story season finale came out. First of all, interesting experiment doing like episodes that are like standalone. It's like a Twilight Zone with an American Horror Story. However, it doesn't make any sense what they did because it's, I the way it was approached and I was or what I thought and what everyone else thought was that it was going to be stories that take place in the American Horror Story universe, but like standalone like. Oh, this character was in one episode of Murder House. Let's give him well, that's one. That's not episode. how it was. No, it's like completely <laughs> random, random stories, random characters that have like little to nothing to do with American Horror Story. They're just like the cast. Like every episode has like one or two from like the Ryan Murphy verse. 
Like there's this one episode where Billy Lord from like American Horror Story and like the guy from 911, they're they're married and there's like a demon baby and something like that. And so there's only seven episodes, but out of seven, three of them have to do with one storyline that takes place in the murder house, which is like, I guess it's what they were trying to do to like bring viewers in. How many seasons of American Horror Story are there? The 10th one is coming up. So why didn't they just do like an episode per season? I truly don't know. That just makes more sense to me. Because as like, somebody who doesn't even know like pretty much anything. No, about but like American everyone Horror was confused about like what they were doing with it. Yeah. And like. It wasn't marketed at all. It was just like. The way they marketed it was like they didn't really drop. I don't know what they're doing. Because like the, the trailer for American, American Horror Story starts in three days. Mm-hmm. They, they dropped the trailer last week. Hmm. Like they, they have, I don't know what is going on with them. And they're still filming it. Like. I feel like the like all the Ryan Murphy productions are very last minute. Cause like okay, so what happened was the first two episodes of American Horror That's Stories. What they were like filming it while. This yeah. Because well, it made sense for the songs. Yeah, like, so the songs are relevant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the first two episodes of American Horror Stories take place in the murder house, and it's like Sierra McCormick is like moves into the house with like her two dads, and like basically she starts having like a fetish for like pain, and like she becomes like the rubber woman. <laughs> she in high school. Or is she an adult? Um, she's in high school. Typical American horror story. But that's not what shocked me, though. And then, <laughs> and so that was, like, the first episode. Then second episode is, like, they're still in the house, but all of a sudden, Kaya Gerber is there. And if you don't know who that is, that is the daughter of... Cindy um, Crawford. Cindy Crawford. So, and, like, everyone knows that Ryan Murphy is a... Nepotism, <laughs> nepotism lover. lover. And so she's on the episode, and she plays, like, essentially, like, a girl version of Tate from the first season. Like, she loves killing... And she's a ghost trapped in the murder house. They don't really, I don't remember where, how she ended up there. But then they fall in love. And essentially, they, it was like a, like a reboot of that weird twisted love story. Yeah. Like, so it's basically Tate and Violet just like. Twisted. Woman on woman. And like, yeah, and like they flipped that a little bit. I don't know. Hmm. It was weird. And so then the two episodes ended and it was like, none of the past ghosts from the murder house are there. It was just like, so weird. They ended up killing about Paris, what's her name? Paris Jackson was in it too. She's like one of the ghosts. Oh, what? So random, the entire yeah. thing. So then we, everyone was like really confused and was like, we thought we saw pictures of Tate and Violet on set. Like they literally got leaked pictures of Tate and Violet on oh, set. Like, what? It was so weird. And then it was announced like halfway through the season that the last episode was also going to take place in the murder house, which by the way, the first two episodes had already come out, like people had already talked about what they thought about it. So then the last episode comes out like last week and it starts with like Noah Cyrus and her boyfriend. It's not Noah Cyrus, like a character, but she's playing. Yeah. It. Which, by the way, she can act. I didn't. Oh, really? I didn't, Good. Yeah, I, I honestly didn't expect much, but I it was pleasantly surprised. She did great, and so it's like the air the murder house is an Airbnb. But she did voice in Ponyo. <laughs> that's true. She didn't do that. <laughs> um, so the murder house is an Airbnb. So then, like that's how the episode starts. So they're like going through the house, <laughs> and then they start seeing the ghosts, and then the guy's like, "Oh, you're not in the show," and I was like what's going on and then like you they keep running through the house and like some of the ghosts from the first season show up but also the some of the ghosts from like the first two episodes of american horror stories like these new ghosts and then we see the clown from like season four and then like another thing from season two and you're like what is going on and they're referencing american horror story the show so it's like meta yeah and then all of a sudden the the twist from that like beginning like the opening the cold open was that it was a video game and so then the video game ends and then it like cuts out and it's like a kid playing a game and his mom. So the premise of this episode is that this kid is like, his mom is developing an American Horror Story game, video game. And she was having him test it out. And he's like, did you even watch the show? Like, this doesn't make any sense. Like this clown wouldn't be here. Um, 
<laughs> yeah. That's kind of funny. That's what I thought at first. But then the mom is like, so the kid and the mom are like not on good terms. And so then the mom goes to the murder house and she wants to buy it so that she can feel the vibe. That's what the kid was saying. He's like, you she didn't get the vibe of the, the murder show. house. No, she watches, oh, so she watches all 10 seasons and they show her watching it, which was also weird. But then she like wants to buy the house because she's like, I want to catch the vibe. She gets to the house, the ghosts are there. Which like, how, like if the show is real, how are the ghosts there? And they don't explain it. Like they, they, they name drop Sarah Paulson, but then like Dylan McDermott is in the house as the character from Murder House. And so oh, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make I was yeah. literally so confused. It could have been so good. Yeah, and so then she's in the house, and whatever, she ends up, Kaya Gerber kills her in the house. Um, by the way, I'm spoiling it, but I don't think anyone cares, truly. Um, so then, like, what happened? They, like, keep, like, time jumping all over the place, but essentially what the kid wants to do is he wants to burn down the house. He's like, I've had enough of the murder house. I'm going to burn it down and, like, <laughs> free all the souls that are trapped inside. And the mom's like, you're... Because, like, on Halloween, ghosts can go wherever they want. That's, like, part of the American Horror Story universe. Like, in every season, like, on Halloween, ghosts can go wherever they want. They're not trapped in whatever, wherever they are. So the mom goes to visit him. He's, like, super mad at her for no reason. He's like, you got yourself killed, blah, blah. He's, like, pissed at her. So he's like, I want to burn down the house. And, like, she's like, but if you do that, like, you're never going to see me again. And he's like, well, oh, well. <laughs> so he ends up going to the house. And then Sierra, Sierra McCormick comes back. Cause it's like the one day she can see her ghost girlfriend. And so um, the mom sees the kid like start dropping like lighter fluid all over the house. And then he's like going to light the thing. And there's this really cool scene, which was like Kaya Gerber running to like kill the kid, but then all the ghosts like stopping her. The thing is it was only the new ghosts. So I was like, imagine if this scene was like Tate, mm-hmm. like, and it was like all the ghosts. That would that be way know. more symbolic. Yeah. And then yeah. like the ghost at the end. So like the one that lets them stop it is like a ghost. I think it was Dylan McDermott. I don't remember. Like, imagine if that one was violent, like, letting him burn down the house. I was like, imagine the impact of that scene. Instead, we get all these random new characters we don't care about. Whatever, like, the house burns down, and then, um, like, it's, like, rubble, and everyone on the news are like, the murder house burned down. And then they build, like, a, par- a complex, like, apartment complex there. And Sierra McCormick shows up, and she's like, I want this last, is this the last one? And they're like, yeah. Okay, so she buys it, and then, for some reason, Kaya Gerber's ghost is still there. And they, like, in love forever. And like all the other ghosts, she's like, they all moved on, but I'm still here waiting for you. And I was like, oh my God. And then it says like, game over, you won. And it like cuts out again. And it was like, that was the finished Mm -hmm. game. And the mom was like, did I get it right? And the kid was like, that was so good. I loved it. And the mom was like, oh, I'm glad. And then- Not them trying to make a Black Mirror episode. No, no, no. That's what everyone was saying. But like, so, and then people were like, but what kind of game is that? Like, so it was like, essentially you're playing the first two episodes and the third one. So, like, halfway through the game, like, some mom and her kid would show up. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. So, everyone was saying on Twitter was, like, they think Ryan Murphy wrote this to undo these new characters in the murder house. Because uh, they, they were received so badly. That they were, he was, like, okay, just kidding. And yeah, because they were filming while it was airing yeah. in the murder house. I remember yeah. seeing that on TikTok. And this one was written by Ryan Murphy. Like, all the other ones, like, I think the first one was. But all the other ones weren't. And this one was Ryan Murphy produced. And Brad Falchuk. I wonder who King, got Kings of Glee. Wonder who got fired. I just okay. Don't know what's going on. I really wish they had done what everyone thought they were going to do. What it's, was the episode with Charles Milton? The Santa. Oh, it was one? like they name dropped Tana Mojo. I liked that, that episode. Everyone hated it, but I really liked it because I think it was the only one that like didn't try to take itself seriously. Yeah, it was essentially oh, 100%. like. It, but then people took the clips out of context and put it on Twitter or TikTok yeah. or something, and people were like, "What the fuck is this?" And I'm like, yeah. "Guys, it's supposed to." 
That was the best one. Not a going over everybody's head. It was that one was full satire, where the other ones weren't. Mm-hmm. But like that one was full. Like it was essentially Were they different writers than the other one. Yeah. Uh, so probably. So that one was like the you these YouTubers are like they're not becoming famous anymore, so they have to do something drastic. So they film a dead body. It's very much at Jake Paul. At yeah, Jake I was Paul. about to say like, yeah. fully. They don't even try to be shy about it. Um, it's like they're at the suicide bridge and someone jumps off and they film and they upload it and they expect that it's going to blow up and everyone's mm-hmm. like, no, that's horrible. So they keep doing more and more like drastic things to like um, try to get views. And one of the things they do is they go to the mall and tell all the kids online to meet Santa that Santa isn't real. And so a Santa that is Danny Trejo, <laughs> he kills them all. And then like the, the last thing is like Kevin McHale. He's like one of the last remaining ones. And like, he sees that they just hit 5 million because like the Santa was uploading them dying on the YouTube channel. So they hit 5 million and he's like, oh my God, we finally hit 5 million and then he gets murdered. It's like satire. Like, that yeah, that is, satire. that is pretty funny. Yeah, it's I, my, might, it, I might watch that one. It was actually. my favorite one. Um, I do love Kevin, Kevin McHale. Yeah, we love King of Glee. <laughs> I'm glad he finally got his moment. Yeah, Ryan Murphy didn't put him in anything else. Like, yeah. it was like all the other ones, like Lee Michelle, everyone else got a couple other ones and Kevin McHale didn't. Unless maybe he didn't want to because... They came back. Yeah. Anyways, guys, we're about to get into the episode. Um, I have nothing else to say. So, ad break. <laughs> Hi, welcome back from our ad break. It's finally in the correct spot. I yeah. Yeah. If you had it's really me, satisfying to be honest. Okay. Like I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> if you had told me, I would have never noticed because I just like listen. And I'm like, oh, that's where it goes. But yeah. it has. I had to match up the time. Yeah, because Daniel edits them yeah and then i just listen to the, like quality uh, control also the fact <laughs> that the past like four episodes we started back from the ad break talking about the ad break being in the spot yeah anyways we fixed it guys well now you won't hear that anymore because mm-hmm. we figured it out <laughs> so we're back with our guest now um hello linda how are you hi i'm good thank you for asking i'm very honored to be on here and um Marge. have a conversation with you guys <laughs> how, how official yeah. <laughs> um so before we get started, um, just so people can get to know you a little bit, what interests you about film and TV um, and what made you want to go into this? Um, because we did, like the next, I was telling Kim, I was like, the next like five guests are all from the same screenwriting class. <laughs> <laughs> all the upcoming guests are from that same class. So if you just want to talk a little bit about like why you want to do that specifically. Um, well, I was raised in um, a household that we would always be watching all these different types of films. Um, because of my dad, um, and then TV, it was always there. My dad works for a cable company, so it's like, <laughs> why wouldn't that be in front of me? Um, and then I did want to become a screenwriter just to learn the craft of where it starts, like the idea, um, and then from there, hopefully be able to become a director of my own script. Mm-hmm. Is there like, because I know, I read like some of your like um, scripts, like in some of the classes, but is there like a specific genre that you want to write for or are you just anything? I think for me, I would like to write for, I guess the genre of like inspirational films. Okay. To inspire yeah, yeah, yeah. better, you know, to overcome. Fun, yeah, but especially right now, that's what everyone needs yeah. because no one is okay <laughs> right now. I love those type of stories. Yeah. Like the ones that could kind of make you want to cry. Yeah. Well, with us, they, it will end up with us yeah. crying. But, um, and then what made you choose this topic? So before, so for everyone who's listening, I don't know if he's, well, I don't know if he's in the pre-show, but today's episode is about childhood, childhood show revivals. Um, so the ones that came back, the ones that are coming back, and the ones that tried but 
It's not yeah. go well. Um, <laughs> so what made you specifically choose this topic? Because I grew up in these childhood shows, um, and I'm watching some right now uh-huh. that we'll probably get into. But, um, yeah, I just like these shows, and uh, it's so cool that some of them have been brought back. Yeah, um, I, think, I think it's also really interesting to see how different each of these reboots are. Like, how they took completely different approaches to each yeah, of these. Like, yeah. it's so interesting. Um, and I do think some, like, shows, like, could have done what other shows did. I don't know. We'll get into it. Yeah. But, um, all right. So, the way we split up today's episode is, like, three different sections. We're doing um, the airing reboots. So, these are ones that, like, already came out and, like, actually are on TV. You can watch them or are airing right now. Um, and then we have canceled reboots. These are the ones that, like, tried to come back and it did not go through for whatever reason or it was like a scam <laughs> um and the upcoming reboots so these are the ones that are like they've been announced and they're working on them and they'll be out soon um but before we get into that i just want to ask you guys what you guys think makes childhood reboots so popular because i really like nostalgia and like the built-in fan base like i feel that seems like the biggest two reasons to even do reboots but like We'll get into it when we, once we get to some of the shows, but I feel like some of the reboots like ignore their fan base, their original fan base, which like defeats the whole purpose of a yeah. reboot. I, that's interesting that you say that because I think when you talk about like how they um, market it to audiences, I want to talk about it more like when we go into each one. Yeah. Because um, my marketing brain yeah, is so powerful <laughs> right now because I'm so jazzed for some reason and i think for me what i was i was literally talking about it a couple weeks ago i think it's just so easy for um what's it called studios (laughs) studios to um like buy into it because there is a built-in fan base so like they already know that they're gonna get their money back Mm -hmm. so i think that's why it's like they already own the property or they can like what's it, I don't know how lease it out or like, mm-hmm. you know, people can like buy into the property and then like, what is it called? I don't know the technical term, but I don't you know either, what I but mean? I, I understand what you're saying. Like how like, um, well, cause it's a conglomerate also. Yeah. So like Paramount owns Nickelodeon. So yeah. that's why they're able to do that Carly, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, and it's honestly just for money at the end of the day, yeah. <laughs> because I feel like, especially for Gen Z and millennials, which are the, people that watch these shows that are coming back I mean they're built into nostalgia remember like a couple like years ago when everybody was obsessed with Nickelodeon again and like (laughs) for some reason everybody was obsessed with like 80s and 90s things like super hardcore like you couldn't go to Target without seeing those freaking shirts like come back yeah um so I think that's why they did it because I feel like that was a thing and then a couple years later that Fuller House, came, Fuller House came out and like all these shows mm-hmm. started coming out because, you know, it takes a couple of years to develop things. Um, so when I think did, that's okay, because I don't like not to give Stranger Things this much credit, but, when but it's did, true. When, when did Stranger Things come out? It, let's see, the date? We can give Stranger Things the credit because it's 2016. Kind of, yeah. I mean, yeah, I feel like it did start like the 80s nostalgia like wave. Because yeah. then after that, everything was set in the 80s. Like everything from like yeah. horror movies. But to, now they ruined it. Yeah, now I think it's a bit too much. But I think that now they're like, okay, now we're just doing any, like, there's, like, stuff in the 90s, or stuff in the, mm-hmm. like, there's stuff in any era now, um, but they're really doing a lot of period pieces. Um, but so, yeah, so should we get started with the first airing reboot? Well, what do you think that there's a lot oh, of yeah. 
You didn't even do the BuzzFeed quiz. Are you good? <gasps> I completely skipped over it. <laughs> what do you? Th- why do you think there's like so many childhood show reboots? Well, I personally think um, it's like it's a big part of it is also the they're trying to make money, <laughs> yeah. and um, on top of that, I think a lot of some fans like they ask for it. Like personally, for me, yeah. iCarly's my go-to, so yeah. <laughs> I'm watching that right now. Yeah, and. I it's uh very interesting how they um made the show to like adjust to now our whole era yeah. and present time. So it was really cool. Um yeah. Fuller House wasn't like that. It still had the same like Yeah. How do you say it? Like um It was like for exactly the same kind of humor, the same kind of Yeah. Probably it was just the older like characters. <laughs> Maybe. Um, okay, so back to the BuzzFeed quiz. I don't know how I just completely didn't even look over. My eyes were glazing over. Um, so, our, okay, so this one's like kind of on topic, kind of not. But it, I think it is. It's enough on topic. Yeah. So the BuzzFeed quiz is which iconic Disney Channel show do you belong in? Um, so I think these are like the earlier ones, I hope. I didn't even look at the answers because I didn't want to know. Yeah. But... Um, all right, so the first one is, what's your favorite color? Oh, well, that's very basic. Okay, pink, blue, green, yellow, red, or purple? I want to say purple. That's okay, my favorite color, too. Purple. <laughs> it's okay. Wait, is everyone picking uh, purple? I'm going to do green. Oh, okay. Okay, what's your favorite show? Friends, Pretty Little Liars, Game of Thrones, Stranger Things, The Good Place, Rick and Morty. Oh, my God. Mm. I'm going to say Pretty Little Liars, because that's, like, the only one I've watched out of all of these. Really? Yeah. Have you not seen Friends? I feel like you were Friends. No, I hated Friends. Oh. <laughs> I don't like I've Friends. I've never watched it too, so. I, I, I tried. I think we'll get into it when, it when we get to Fuller House. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm going to do The Good Place. I was going to do that one too, so I'll pick Rick and Morty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> pick a dessert. Acai bowl, cheesecake, chocolate, cupcake, ice cream, no dessert for me, thanks. Oh my god, this made me hungry. These pictures look so good. <laughs> Linda, which one... Are you thinking? I'm gonna choose a cupcake. That cupcake looks. It's very pretty. It's I don't tiny. like when they have like too much frosting because then it's yeah. like overwhelming and then you can't bite into it and it's like not even amount of frosting <laughs> and cake. I'm gonna just do chocolate. Okay, I'm gonna do ice cream. Okay, fun. These they, questions suck. They really do. I should have looked at them a little bit more. I was trying not to like think about them before yeah. I like. <laughs> Answer them. Okay, favorite brand: <laughs> Adidas, Gucci, Randy Melville, Nike, Louis Vuitton, or Supreme. Um, Truly, I don't think I. I'm okay. With someone else answer first, Kim. Um, uh, I think I'll do Adidas. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm gonna do Gucci just because I feel like I can stomach it okay <laughs> because like not supreme not brandy melville oh okay what's your favorite streaming service disney plus hulu netflix uh, my favorite question oh <laughs> disney plus hulu netflix amazon prime infinity oh xfinity i don't even know what that is hbo go but let's just say it says hbo max yeah so hbo max hbo max oh fun linda <laughs> what was your last one uh i'll choose hulu Okay, okay. Uh, I I like okay. mine. Okay, Kim, go first. Um, Wizards of Waverly Place. Okay. But that like that already had like its reboots. I think they did like the reboot like they correctly. Did. Like they One, did the movies, yeah. they did a second movie. They did a reboot. Italy. 
<laughs> yeah, it was like not that long after. It was like maybe two years after, but yeah. it was like they looked a lot older for some reason. It was like what was it? They went to Italy or Alex remember. versus Alex was the name yeah. of it. She had like an evil twin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or something. yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I got Phineas and Ferb. Okay. Yeah. I got Hannah Montana, which <laughs> makes sense. I, we all got different ones. I thought we were going to get shocking. the same one. Yeah. I was like, I don't think this BuzzFeed quiz is equipped <laughs> to give us different answers. Okay. Anyways, There's not much to say because the questions were kind of like. Yeah, and they didn't even give us an explanation. They just said, this is the show. Oh, yeah. They usually have like a little thing. <laughs> yeah. But no, there was nothing yeah. there. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> thank you for that BuzzFeed quiz. I, okay. I should not be allowed to pick the BuzzFeed quizzes. I didn't really look that closely at that one. Okay. Okay. Now we're going to start with the airing reboot. So the first one is Fuller House. It came out in 2016. Wait, five seasons? Yeah. I didn't even know. In four years? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. This is no know, breaks. That's Wikipedia okay, Fuller House <laughs> came out in 2016 um, and ended in 2020. It had five seasons. Do you want it... me to do the premises? Yeah. Okay. So the premise of the Fuller House is, so the premise is like the setup. So like the original series, the show is set in the same house in San Francisco, California, still owned by Danny Tanner, recently widowed DJ Tanner Fuller, is a veterinarian and mother of three young boys. After the unexpected death, death of her husband, Tommy, who is a firefighter, DJ moves back to her childhood home with her father, Danny. However, when Danny move, has to move away for work, he allows her to continue living there, and DJ accepts the help of her sister, Stephanie, and best friend, Kimmy, who move in and take part in raising DJ's three sons, Jackson, Max, Tommy Jr., Kimmy's teenage daughter, Ramona Alas, also moves in. I didn't realize the premise It's like the was same dark. thing. Also, it's like the same as Raven's home, well, yeah. except Raven just got divorced. Divorce. How I didn't that's what I thought, but then reading I didn't read this, I just copied and pasted <laughs> when I put it on there. Because I just have absolutely zero interest in Fuller Wait, House. I have a question. Uh-huh. F- the Fuller is their last name? Yeah. Yeah. But so in the original Full House, was it also Fuller? No. It was full? Oh actually. Yeah. yeah it was just no, no, no. Her last her Tanner, husband. It? Her husband's last name was Fuller. That's yeah, so I think that was just like it was Tanner originally, and then Fuller was the husband's mm. last name, and it's like Fuller because yes. it's bigger. Yeah, and also <laughs> it's, it's like a homage to like because she's also like dealing with the death of her husband, so like it's kind really, of, yeah. I, I don't thought think it was a sitcom. I don't think I mean I didn't watch a lot of it because I absolutely can't stand. I just can't stand it. Yeah. like I don't like it at all. But like <laughs> they, so I don't know how deep they got into the grieving process because it is supposed to be like a lighthearted sitcom. Yeah. But I know she had like. And I feel like in the first season, it was, like, hard for her to, like, right. move on with her life. Honestly. Well, it's, like, it's weird because I watched most of the seasons except mm-hmm. the fifth one. And it is, it is like, you saying that, like, the first few episodes, like, she's dealing with that. But it's, like, in the... gloss over it really fast, right? Yeah. They go straight yeah. into, like, her ex-boyfriend, what? her freaking veterinarian. Yeah. And she's choosing between the both. Like, it's so weird. And then she goes back and forth between them. It's which is it's, so weird, especially when it's your husband, you have three whole ass kids with him and he and died. Year olds, like, yeah, that's like, like yeah. So like you had a chunk of like time with your husband. Like you you went through it and then you're just gonna move back and halfway through the season you're fine you're just gonna move on like all it seemed pretty easy too. Like I would yeah. think like if you had that much invested in your former partner and they just died unexpectedly, like it would be a little bit harder to like <laughs> right. get well, over, you know, or at least like it'd be like a, a a hump to get over when like she's with these guys because mm-hmm. 
they could potentially be stepfather. Like it's a, it's a big, it's a big thing. Yeah. And they, I just, yeah. I think that's why I was like, I can't with these white people issues. Like yeah. what? <laughs> like the way that they were like, I also just, yeah. Like, you know how like um, when we were younger, it would come on like Nick and night and like, yeah. or like early morning when you're getting ready, I couldn't even watch it. I just didn't <laughs> like it at all because I just couldn't get into the characters. I think, yeah, that, that, I tried watching the original one. It was such I, stupid, ep, like, issues. Yeah, like, <laughs> the issues were I, dumb I, as hell. That's why like, I don't like Friends either. That's exactly. Because, like, their problems are, like, so minor that I'm yeah. just like, my life is more exciting than this. Like, I, Yeah, I mean, my my seven-year-old life is so much more exciting yeah, than like, I don't, watching Friends and stuff. Yeah, I don't like Friends either for the same reason. It's just like, not- sorry, I know, like, there's so many Friends and full house fanatics. I don't think there's anything wrong with liking friends. I mean, if oh, it yeah, was a yeah. bad show, like there wouldn't be that. But I'm sh- but also when you think about it, a lot of their audience and a lot of diehard people are like white. Mm-hmm. So obviously you're going to identify with the people that Good for them, I guess. Yeah, good for you that you had a show like that. But they also st- friends stole things yeah. from a people of color show exactly like that. So I don't know. Anyway, okay, you know what we should do? I was thinking of this right when you were talking. After each reboot, we should each say if we think it was a hit or miss. Okay. So, like, with overall, and you can't say half, like, you need yeah. a hit or miss. But since you watched most of it, did you, like, in, enjoy, like, what they did with the storyline? I think I just enjoyed the parts of the comedy. Because mm. um, the storyline was a little bit, like, it was, it made sense. But then it was just, I feel like there was a lot, like, too much going on. Mm-hmm. and that's why I zoned out after probably the third or fourth yeah. season and I just got over it because it was the same thing every episode well, and then I'm thinking about with when Full House was like originally a thing it was like a different time for television you know like everything was kind of surface level it was very much like okay um, we're all going to sit on the couch and watch it together so yeah. it had to be family friendly and I feel like we're just in a different era now. Like, People especially being on now. Netflix. Yeah, everybody's looking for, like, deeper source material. Yeah. And I think that's probably why you weren't probably, like, as interested in, like, the storylines and the characters because they didn't change that. Which I think was good because I think they were, like, more aiming towards the older people, yeah. the older side of their audience. Um, to gain on the nostalgia factor because you have Bob Saget, you have John Stamos and the other guy. And I feel like <laughs> be, because that's what the adults grab on to. Yeah. Even, and then even though like in this one, it's more on the kids, like being adults, like whole ass adults raising kids, like they still wanted to like, get on the parenting aspect of it. Yeah. Because- Before, like as when we watched it, we were like more enthralled by what the kids were doing. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really remember caring about what the adults are doing no and i think also like if they had wanted younger people to watch it they would have tr- tried a little harder to get mary kate and ashley to get on because like mm, i don't they really absolutely would not have ever no. in a million years they Never. no also i couldn't imagine what they went through on that set oh yeah so it's really scary but yeah i just don't it definitely was not for us I think, no at all in the slightest but that's okay I mean, like, good for the people who enjoyed it. They got five seasons. I feel like that's more than they Yeah. They cashed in. Yeah, they cashed in. They made a bank. The weirdest part of the whole show, though, was the fact that, um, what's her name? Kimmy had a brother the whole time. Oh. Yeah. 
like, thought, like her whole thing was that she was the only child. Yeah, but then like somehow he appeared like and he 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 gets like married to um Stephanie and they have a kid. Yeah, it's so weird. Like I'm like that does not like no. Mm, yeah. Well, as for if it was a hit or miss, I think it was a hit. Yeah. It was just a miss for me. Okay. Because I don't care. Yeah, I'm also gonna, I'm also going to say hit because I think they they did they went the right way they were successful with it mm-hmm. and they got five more seasons and i think because it was so successful that's it kind of like was the wave for like other networks to cash in on just yeah yeah, yeah. linda what do you think hit or miss no it was House? it was a hit but yeah. parts of it were a miss was Lori yeah. was that her name Lori was she in Lachlan? this one yeah, she was. She, she was. And was, was this before? When did the scandal happen? It, it happened in the middle of it. So they like wrote mm-hmm. her off on the last couple of seasons, I think, or something. I think. Because I think. I didn't know that. But also, like, but they. Was Bob, Bob Saget in it a lot? Mm, yeah. Yeah, he was. He was. Well, he has a lot of allegations against him, really? too. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, also think about like his his current girlfriend or wife is like in her 20s, I think. So oh so weird. <laughs> I'm not gonna say too much on that. Yeah, no. Okay. Anyways, Raven's trying home. To, still trying to get a job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Raven's home. Allegedly, Raven's allegedly, home. allegedly. Um, Raven's home. The original show, Raven. Uh, that's where Raven came out on Disney Channel, and Raven's home also came out on Disney Channel. Um, years later, uh, ran from 2017 to 2020. It got canceled. I think it just naturally ended. Oh, okay, okay. Because so, you know Disney only likes to do like a four season yeah, run. Yeah. Um. And in 2021, so they got four seasons. And if you want to do the premise of this, I actually like this premise a lot. Yeah. So best friends, Raven and Chelsea, both divorced single mothers are now raising their children in an apartment in Chicago together. Their house is turned upside down when they realize that Raven's son, Booker, has inherited the same physical ability, psychic abilities as his mother. Fun. I like yeah. this. I do, I, do, I do remember watching the premiere for this one. Oh, really? Yeah, when it came out. Because I was like, I was like, I love that so Arabian. I'm very excited about this. Uh-huh. I, but I feel like, okay, I don't know if they, I don't know. But I feel like maybe they thought that like, and maybe that is correct because it was successful. But like that the people who like grew up watching that so Raven already have kids. So that it was like, oh, the original fans watch it with their kids. Yeah, I think that's what they were. Yeah, to that seems it. like. But I was like in the middle. Like I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't the kid, but I also wasn't the adult. So I was like, I was like, I can't really identify with anybody yeah. on the show. So I was like, I don't really. There's nothing for me here. Mm-hmm. So that I was a little bit sad about that. But it was fun to see Raven and Chelsea. And I wish they had like a team. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I wish like because they have like the neighbor from across the hall in yeah. it, and mm-hmm. I wish that one was like kind of like an older. Like a teen, like maybe they were like a big freshman in high school or something. But I think that would have been like good for the middle person. Yeah, because I was like, (laughs) I'm not really into the parents. Yeah, because I liked it when I watched it, but I was like, I can't. Who am I supposed to relate to on this right now? (laughs) But it was fun, and I think having I okay, I like that they made the son like the. I'm pointing out my eye. The psychic. Because, like, I feel like it would have been so easy to just, like, make it the girl and have it be, like, I don't know. Like, that's what we're going to over again. They love to gender bend. They they do love to gender bend. Um, So I did like that. I also liked Chelsea's, like, kid. I think he's so funny. And then he gave me, like, um, what's his name from Big Bang Theory? What's his name? Oh, Sheldon. Sheldon vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gave me very much Sheldon vibes. Definitely Sheldon vibes. Um, 
And then I also liked that there was like some adult drama because I don't know. It, I know Disney Channel has like serious stuff sometimes, but it was just caught me off guard. Yeah. When they were talking about divorce, <laughs> I was like, oh my I god. I know. I was like, oh my god, heart to heart. Wait, yeah. the shift was like it. Sometimes the shift and like the mood was like too quick. It was. It was. <laughs> Because it was something, yeah. and then the audience would be like, ooh, and I'd be like, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> like, what like, is going I on? like how they had the classic stuff. But I also wish, I mean, this might just be like a, a selfish thing, but I wish that Raven had her own brand. Instead of her working for somebody else, I wish she had her own yeah. brand. And it was about her, like, maybe she had success in her younger years, but because she became a mother and then she also went through the divorce it like went through like a downfall and it was about her building it back up rather than her being i mean maybe in the maybe later seasons yeah. they do but in the first season she works for like a woman mm-hmm. maybe yeah something um, uh, did you watch just the first season or? yeah i just watched like the first half of the first season i feel uh, so and maybe they do I, do yeah. that later because that sounds like a natural progression of because yeah. like that was a lot a big part of that's a raven where it was like her talk like her fashion and like that was why i loved it yeah <laughs> that's exactly why i loved it yeah so th- i feel like that would have made a good mm-hmm. like natural like, i also like, like how they did like i don't know i think i just genuinely really loved um, raven and chelsea's relationship yeah and i really like how it still translates that even if mm. it, even though it's like over a decade later yeah because you know like sometimes when you get like old cast back together like the chemistry isn't the same yeah because you know like you never know what people are holding from like a decade ago like if there was drama or something and sometimes like people just grow apart and stuff but i feel like it was just like the same charm it was yeah yeah, I felt like it did feel like you were watching. Honestly, total side note, but I met and Annalise Vanderpool in a ninety nine cent store. Oh my gosh, <laughs> she was so nice. Yeah, I've heard that she's like nice. People, but I, I was super humble. She was so sweet. So that's sweet. the most iconic thing I've ever heard. Yeah. I love that it was a 99 cent store. Her <laughs> eyes sometimes scare me though. Her what? Her eyes, dude. Like when she acts, like sometimes, like when she's acting crazy, because you know Chelsea. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little wild. Like <laughs> yeah. she's a little out there. Like her <laughs> eyes just get so big, and I'm just like every time I'm like it's so jarring. Yeah, but I, okay. If that's my only critique, critique though, I think that her eyes get jarring when she gets wild. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do. Okay, I it's know. for the physical comedy. They do physical comedy yeah. so well. Yeah, they do. They do it so especially well. Raven. Like, mm-hmm. I but also like in the original one. I remember it was just so because a lot of shows didn't have that as much. Like Disney. Like I don't remember Wizards where plays being that much. They would really rely on the laugh track. They really yeah. would. Whereas that's a Raven. I feel like Raven was always throwing herself around. Yeah, like, she still does. Yeah. I remember like when I was like falling asleep to it, and like I woke back up because she like it was probably like the second or third episode. But she was, like, she went to the school to do something to, like, interfere with her kids because she had, like, a thing, a vision that her kids were getting suspended, but it ended up being her because Mm. she was there during school hours and she, like, hurt (laughs) the gym teacher or something. And she had to, like, play tennis. And it was so funny. I don't know why. I, like... It, it was just funny. She's good. She's, she's just good at throwing her body yeah. about. And then, like, she started hitting the tennis balls with her butt. And I just, I don't know why. I just thought it was so funny. Because <laughs> she's good. She's like, really good, yeah. She's really good. And, like, yeah, it was fun to see her again as this character. Yeah. Um, I, Especially because I feel like Raven Simone needed the show. Because I feel like in between them, she had, like, a little bit of a scandal moment she's like she has some hot takes she does have some hot takes (laughs) and she's not afraid to have her hot takes which like good for her but like the hot takes are a little too hot sometimes for other people to handle yeah Um, i'm glad she got her in her bag again yeah she's really good at this role she really is (laughs) um 
And it was, I don't know, it was fun. I like, because the original, that's where Raven dealt with serious topics. And so I'm glad they kept that element of it. Because mm-hmm. that yeah, that's, that's why what, people love that Yeah, exactly. That's why it held, held, like, held up so well. Like, yeah. You can go back and watch Raven right now and it still be that good. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. messages are still really good to show like kids. Mm-hmm. Anyways, this one was a hit for me. Oh, 100%. For sure. Like, I'm definitely going to finish watching it. Yeah. Because I actually, I actually liked it. Like, I think a reason I didn't start it because I was so worried that, like, it was just not gonna hit the same, right. but it gave me the same type of feeling, mm-hmm. but also had original storyline. Yeah, not original because nothing is really original, but you right. know what I mean. Right. Like yeah. it made sense for for these characters. The yeah. Okay, so you say hit. Yeah. Okay, Linda, hit or miss? Yeah, I definitely say hit as well. It was yeah, really. That's fun. It's fun. It's just a good time. Did you um, watch all the seasons or just like? No, first? I just watched the first few episodes, but yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure like it was. Like it for me, it it I mean, it's different for four seasons, and you had a lot of different um like fans into it, even not yeah. just like our eight like um generation, but like new a new generation that was watching it. So, I it was definitely a hit. Yeah, because I think I'm glad that like younger kids are are like get to have their own Raven. Yeah, like because yeah. that was like a huge part of everyone of our childhood. I think mm-hmm. so to have yeah. other kids also have Raven, and then also have like the kids as well. So that's mm-hmm. fun. Um, okay, the next one is completely different than what we have so far. This one's on Nickelodeon. Um, iCarly. So Nickelodeon was... Oh, sorry. I meant to put High School Musical first because it comes first. Oh, oh, just kidding. We're doing chronological order. Okay. High School Musical, the musical, the series, which is based off of the movie franchise that was... It's a little different than the ones before. Quite a bit different, yeah. I would say. Um, so it started on Disney Channel, the original movies. The third one was in theaters. And then... The new show is on Disney Plus. It was like the first Disney Plus original show, right? It was one of the first. Yeah, it was with the first rollout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like like when Disney Plus was still trying to get like subscribers. Okay, so this was uh, it's in the second season right now. No, um, it just ended the second season. Oh, just kidding! It just ended the second season, guys. <laughs> um, and it's kind of up in the air. I don't really know what's going on. I don't even think they know what's going on. They really don't. And that's Miss Olivia Rodrigo. Um, her... It's not her fault. No, no, no. It's not her fault. Like, good for... I would... No, I don't think it's okay, her fault at all. But... <laughs> I think we're getting ahead of Okay, ourselves. okay. Go home. Okay. So the premise of... The coffee's kicking in. I don't know if anyone can tell. No, I can tell. Okay. Um, the premise is at the first... At a fictionalized version of East Lake... East High in Salt Lake City, Utah, where High School Musical movies are filmed. So it's not in the same universe. It's simply at, they're just students at the school that it's High like, School Musical. quote unquote, our universe. Yes, yeah. It's like real life. Um, a former background cast member, Miss Jen, I always thought that was like such a funny nugget, <laughs> begins work as the new drama teacher. The, stu- the teacher decides... The stage to stage a performance of High School Musical the Musical for her winter first winter theater production to celebrate the school's affiliation with the original film. The students cast in the musical learn to navigate their interpersonal relationships and form bonds with each other to overcome the challenges they face in their lives at school and at home. Aww. Okay. <laughs> I love the first season. Okay. Second season? Okay, so <laughs> here's the thing. When I remember when the trailer first came out for this, and like I, was I so high. no, I remember when they were casting. Well, yeah, I remember when they were casting it too. But like when they announced the name, I was like, I love this name. 
this is this funniest thing ever. Like, I was like, I love this, like, concept. I watched the trailer. I was like, oh, my God, they're cussing. Like, I was just not what I was expecting at all. They weren't cussing. No, she's like, she's like, shit's about to get real. Like, that's oh. when the trailer ends, but they bleep it out. Oh. I don't think, it's not, like, oh. super, like, I just wasn't even expecting them to say yeah. that. <laughs> and so, and so, the trailer comes Where's out super excited. Oh, the butt is coming, trust me. And so, <laughs> I so saw I the first episode, and I was like, okay. And it was like they're like super short. They're like twenty. Yeah, it's a really short minutes. Show. But that's how long they would be yeah, if they yeah. aired on Disney Channel because of all the yeah, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I watched the second one and I was like, okay. And then I watched the third one and I was like, the entire plot of this is just if the two kids are gonna get together. And then I was like, I don't like this is for kids. Like I truly, mm, there was truly no, nothing I would else argue in the plot. That okay. the first season does rely more on the the that's production possible. getting on. Where for as the second season, um, definitely, I don't think you got further than third episode. No. No, I got I got up to the part where they were like already. Oh my god, I don't even remember. I did watch like half the season, because it was already like mostly out, and like the season finale was about to come out, and I was like, oh, I don't want to get spoiled. So I was like, I watched like half of it, and I was uh-huh. like, oh my god, I don't so, care. So yeah, I think the first season did a better job of like intermingling the production part of it with the relationships. Where for us, I think the second season simply just focused on the relationships and they made everybody couple up, which I'm not a huge fan of, but I think, but I still liked it because I, I love the like shipping things. I always, I always love love that part of like TV shows. Um, but the ending of season two just felt so weird. Like, I feel like you could tell because of the pandemic and because of like everybody's lives kind of changing like within the cast as well and like especially because they're aging and stuff like yeah. they're getting older and stuff like that like it just felt like the finale just i was like i don't feel like this was originally what was supposed to happen can you spoil it I don't, spoiler alert for high school musical the musical the series season two to everyone well uh, they didn't show like any of the musical they showed like oh. two scenes of the musical work for us like the first season like i think there's two dedicated episodes to, to the musical, the musical. Yeah, the last two episodes were them doing the musical. And then in this last one, we didn't even see Ashlyn in the yellow bell dress. Like, and I feel like that, I know that seems stupid, but like, I thought it was huge that Ashlyn got casted as the lead in the beginning. And her like storyline also like the whole time was like, I don't feel worthy enough to be Belle and her coming into own of like the role and stuff. Um, And because she's like, not the beauty standard quote unquote she's still beautiful but like that was like her whole thing she felt insecure and her coming into the role and feeling good enough to play Belle because she's so talented i thought she deserved the yellow dress moment and everybody else did too and then i feel like all the character storylines didn't get wrapped up at all usually like there's there's, like a good like the main issue of like whatever because everyone has their own issue right Mm -hmm. and it gets somewhat wrapped up like at least satisfyingly enough yeah but this one didn't like everything was just like i was like okay it, it ended what <laughs> what okay well for for people who haven't seen the show the second season did beauty and the beast so like the season uh-huh. one the the play they did was high school musical and then season two the play they did was beauty and the beast yeah. so i remember when they announced it, i was like oh i thought they were gonna do high school. i just assumed they were gonna do high everybody school did. too um and you said they mentioned it in the show like it's because they wanted to get to, they entered in this competition for high school so somebody could get a scholarship. 
and they wouldn't be able to qualify like they wouldn't take high school musical too seriously in the thing because it had is a manky so alan Menken, who is like writes musicals and stuff so they had they needed to do like an alan Menken production hmm. so beauty and beast oh. but i okay see everybody hates that you you hate I that. Don't hate it. I a like lot it. of no but a lot of people didn't like it and i think I liked it because I feel I heard that the original high school musical movies were supposed to be that like they were supposed to be oh. about like putting on different types of productions and stuff like that like Disney productions I think it just did, did they sing any songs from high school musical 2 Josh Joshua Bassett did what did he say bet on it oh but it was oh. everyone liked it but I was like it, this is not good guys oh. <laughs> <laughs> like with peace and love i think joshua bassett is a very talented person but like his rendition of bet on it i don't think it was his fault i'm sure if he had creative control of it he would have done it justice but they like put autotune on it there was like weird things that they did to the production of the song and i was just like everybody was hyping it up on tiktok i was like oh my god this version is better than the original i was okay. like you guys are deranged uh, wait. <laughs> like, okay last question what? is the show like is it musical so they only sing when it's like it's, the office about theater kids but i'm saying like okay so you know high school musical when they sing they don't acknowledge it's like a musical like they don't acknowledge when they're singing in this one do they only sing when it's like part of the no like they they just sing like it's also kind of like glee yeah like okay. they're like i in season two specifically the three girls minus i don't know yeah minus olivia rodrigo they did a they were doing an audition and it did like the glee moment where it's like, oh, they start off regular singing in the classroom on the auditorium, and then it goes into the glamorized version oh, of it. Oh, okay, okay. So they have moments like that too. Because I feel like I they do have burst out into song moments. Yeah, I feel like they could have still done like because I saw some people on TikTok talking about it, and they're like, they could have done "Gotta Go My Own Way" like right here. They could have done like "I Don't Dance" like right here. But you also had to remember that they film this in the middle of pandemic <laughs> so they also had to be super limited mm-hmm. in what they could have done when they came back i honestly wholeheartedly believe that they were going to use more songs of high school musical 2 but because of the limitations because i think they only filmed like maybe two or three episodes and before like the pandemic hit so and i'm sure they had to reshoot things so the rest of the season had to make sense yeah. So they were super limited, and I think that's why I give them grace on season two, mm-hmm. because I couldn't imagine like basically being like full gear filming the second season on the high from the first season. The pandemic hits, and then oh my god, we have to start over. We have to start from scratch. Yeah. So that's why I think people need to relax <laughs> on season two. Like it's not their fault that like they probably had to rewrite a lot of things, and they didn't predict that Olivia Rodrigo would be like a superstar. And like might not be able to come back for season three so i feel like they just got a lot of shit thrown at them that they weren't expecting yeah and they were just kind of trying to do with it and at least try to have like a decent season two which i think they did they had a decent one i don't i think it's hard when the first season is so beloved to come back to the second season and usually the second season is better but because of the limitations they had yeah because all the things i mentioned before I think that's why it didn't hit as hard as people wanted it to. I also think that, like, unfortunately, we live in within such a social media world that, like, the drama that people were, like, assuming and making up behind the scenes. Oh, my God. Every fucking episode. Yeah. It was like, oh, my God, you can see, look, Olivia looks like she's they were like, crying. Yeah, they're like, those tears are real. I'm like, guys, she can act. Like, 
Do you guys know what acting is? Like, I don't know why you guys are so shocked that she can cry. Like, that's yeah. what acting is. So, I don't know. I just, I don't know. It was just, it is what it is. Yeah, I think all, I think the fans did kind of ruin season two a yeah. little bit. And I do think that does happen a lot with shows, especially yeah. shows that are built for people that are on social media. Like, it, there's even more criticism associated with it exactly yeah. and like it's like every single episode nobody can do anything right yeah and also like i i love tiktok but i also hate what it's done for yeah. shows yeah because everybody has their opinion and like so fair but i think that's why i i'm i'm kind of grateful for tiktok because i'm like okay i'm saving my reservations till like the season finale mm-hmm. because like these shows can change like on a dime yeah like one thing happens to one character and then the entire like mood shifts yeah i think you have so, to you can't really judge the season until you have the whole thing because it's like it'd be like saying if you like the book or not without reading the last chapter like it doesn't make sense yeah and for, like for example i was watching the white lotus on hbo max and i think like halfway through i was like i don't know if i like this and then the season finale aired and i was like i loved the show it's because everybody feels the need especially on tiktok yeah because it's like you only go viral on tiktok if you have like a hot take take. and everybody everyone will just say whatever the fuck they want to Mm -hmm. and not think about the work that is going on behind it and you're judging it on two episodes you're having all these big ass thoughts about two episodes on season one season two of a show when there's children's tv show also also on a children's tv show or like a teen tv show but like but like i don't think our it's like disrespectful. Analysis. We're yeah, not no. like we're not like just saying hot top takes to just fucking get a million views on TikTok. Yeah. Like I I I just I, I think that's why I hate like people's takes sometimes. Yeah. Like and then like you know you never know like one person's hot take even if they don't even believe in what they're saying because it goes viral it starts like this whole narrative about something that nobody even knows about. Yeah. And it's just like ooh. and especially when you're interweaving people's personal lives into it you kind of you kind of fucked up the season yourselves guys yeah. like i get like i also understand like wanting to un- know the tea on like people's personal lives to a certain degree but also like um it's like Rodrigo is like freshly 18 she was a child yeah. and then also like there are a lot of you're also taking away because i think this is supposed to be ashland season as well um julia lester who is she was like a kind of a side character in season one and now in season two she was the lead so like that's supposed to be a big thing for her but because of like and this is not on olivia or josh at all it's about their fans and like how people take things they made it all about them yeah when i think it was supposed to be more and that building the side characters and i think that's where we're going to see season three go i think there will be season three because it is a very popular show it's just a matter of how they're going to write off olivia Rodrigo at this point yeah which I think it's an easy way because she, in the season two, she gets like popular and she's basically becoming, like, it's like basically her real life. She's about to take off. So okay. I think it, the way they're going to start off season three is just be like, oh, she's a pop star now. <laughs> Bye, Olivia. Fun. So good for her. I don't know. I, and I think that's good. I think the other people deserve their time to shine yeah. because I genuinely think the rest of the cast is so talented and deserving. So. I'm okay with it. I, I think just people are too much sometimes. Right, okay. You know, but I also can identify because I'm sure if I was like 14, 15 years old and obsessed with this show, I would feel the same. Yeah. You want everybody to be together and stuff. But right, because that did happen with the original High School Musical. Like, 
all the Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens drama, like, mm-hmm. but, the scenes. But we didn't have social media. Yeah, exactly. So it was different. It was. Yeah. Like, we only had J14 magazine. Exactly. <laughs> they, they, what we knew is what they wanted us to know. Like, it wasn't yeah. like, we couldn't analyze every mm-hmm. little thing they were doing on social media. We couldn't analyze the posts they were doing about each other. Being, like, a, a star at this age, I especially a child TV show star at this age and having social media seems like a nightmare yeah it i i, I feel so sad for the people <laughs> don't <laughs> I mean, be sad they're not they, they're making money and yeah. they're really popular but like i wouldn't like that aspect of it i would all. yeah well, i would yeah. So. um anyways as for hit or miss i for me i'm gonna say miss not because i think it's a bad show and i love i honestly really do like these new cast members like i think these are great cast members it was just as a fan of the original series not what i wanted I also it, don't think it was like for It years. wasn't for me, but like that's the thing. I wanted something for me. Yeah. Like I like good for the kids that have this. I'm glad that they have their own high school musical. But like, as a grown up high school musical fan, I would have liked something for myself. Anyways, <laughs> so for me, I'm gonna say Miss. I think we all know where I stand. Yeah, Kim. It's definitely a hit for I Kim. I made like a whole 20, 30 minute. Yeah, rampage. definitely. <laughs> Linda. Hit or um. Miss. Well, I mean, don't hate me, but. I'm a high school musical fan, so <laughs> I'm never interested in it. Okay, um, yeah. But I mean, the funny part is, is that huh. in high school, when I was like an ASB president yeah. um, for our pep rally, we literally had to do the high school musical dance. Um, <laughs> so it's like, okay. Um, but um, hearing the whole premise of the show yeah. and hearing Kimberly talk about it, explain it more, I think for, for other people, for a majority of the people that watch the show um, and might be other fans, it's a hit. Yeah. For me, I, I'm just not interested in it. That doesn't yeah, mean it's yeah. not good, you know? Yeah, it's not It's not bad. And, like, I love Olivia Rodrigo. I'm a stan. Like, I yeah. my well chose that, I think. Um, I'm just so impressed with the show. That's why I like it so much. Okay. <laughs> I just think it's so cool, like, having, like, a, a like, a... A kid version of like Glee and like The Office, yeah. like makes something together. I just think it was like something, like, like I think for you, you were expecting it and you like didn't like that it wasn't what you were expecting. But for me, it wasn't what I expected. And I like what they did with it. Well, I'm okay instead. with being surprised. I just, it was just a well, show when I. They break the fourth law in the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off. Oh, wow. No, 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 you're fine. <laughs> no, you're fine. But yeah, they have, it's like a mockumentary. Like they, Oh. And for me, that's I think that's what I didn't like about it because I knew that's what it was from the trailers. But when I was watching it, I felt like the mockumentary style didn't really add to it. Um, I felt like what they were saying it was like already what the characters were showing. And it, but again, it's a kid show, so it's like sometimes explain the feelings a little bit more to the kids. Like I'm yeah, okay. yeah. Um, because it, I feel like for in mockumentary shows for like adults, like they use that to like do different punchlines or like show that what's going on in real life is not really what they're feeling. Whereas in High School Musical, the series, like, Olivia's, like, sad, and then it cuts to her being, like, wow, this sucks. And it's, like, I'm, like, okay, guys. So that's why, I'm, it's, like, it's for kids. Yeah, yeah, I think, it like, this, it's, like, a wider range. Like, I feel like for some of them, it's, like, like maybe, like, preteens and up, but for this one, I think they may try to make it accessible even to, like, I don't know, like, six-year-olds or something. Yeah. So, like, they could follow along to the show as well. But also it's on Disney+, Plus, so... And but I, yeah, I don't know what kids do now. Like, do I don't they watch either. cable or like do they just go on Netflix? Like, I don't. Know. I think Netflix. I feel. <laughs> I have the vibe. no idea. That's terrifying. I don't like it. Um. Anyways, 
Anyway, that was High School Musical, the musical, the series. Okay, now back to iCarly <laughs> that I briefly mentioned. Um, yeah. It was originally on Nickelodeon, and then the reboot just started on Paramount+. Plus. Um, this, I think, is my favorite of all the Yeah, this one's reboots. my favorite. Same. I've been saying, okay. Well, because it did what we wanted. Exactly. It's the yeah. only show to do what we wanted. Go back, to do. like, go back to our like our first episodes when we were we talked. I don't remember when, but we talked about the Lizzie McGuire reboot, and we were talking about like I wish that they had done the Lizzie McGuire reboot because it was like a reboot for the original fans, mm-hmm. and it was like the fans are grown up, so is the character, mm-hmm. which is like yeah. perfect for me. And so then when they announced that iCarly was going to be like that, I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited because okay. I would love to see these characters deal with adult things because obviously they grow up in this universe. Yeah, and, and I feel like especially iCarly specifically, the show like we <laughs> kind of like was the basis of Gen Z humor. Yeah. Like this, Victorious, like those were like the basis of humor, like weird, wacky, out of the box, like uh-huh. one word and a sound effect, and you're like on the floor laughing. Yeah, like unrelated, jo- like yeah, just yeah. so absolutely random. But also, like I think, um, the jokes in iCarly, the original one, were already a little bit like a little bit pushing it as opposed to Disney. That's Channel. Nickelodeon. Yeah, so that's yeah. why I think was there was such an appeal transition. to us because it was yeah. like Disney Channel was a lot more kid, and then Nickelodeon was just slightly more mature so then with for this one they're like making jokes about threesomes and they're cussing and they're doing all this stuff um which is why i think it's so great mm-hmm. um but the premise is if you want to a decade premise. after the events of the previous series carly shay has moved back to seattle where she shares an apartment with her friend harper carly's older brother spencer has become a wealthy artist after accidentally creating a renowned sculpture following two divorces and a failed tech startup freddie benson has moved back to live with his mother, accompanied by his adopted 11-year-old daughter, Millicent, stepdaughter, Millicent. All main characters live in Bushwell Plaza, the apartment building where the original show is set. When Carly decides to relaunch her iCarly web show, she receives help from Spencer, Freddie, and her new friends. Fun. Yeah. Honestly, that's as great as a premise as I, I could have wanted from it, because I feel like it retains enough of the original show so that it doesn't feel completely different. Mm-hmm. But it's, okay, what's one thing? Everybody go. Everybody, what is one thing you liked about it and one thing you don't like about it? Oh, fun. Okay, I like that. Well, okay, aside from what we already said, like I, all that, I like that it's set in the original. Like, you're they're still in the old apartment. You still see Freddy's mom. You see all of that. However, I don't like the redesign of Spencer's apartment. Mm-hmm. I think it's because I like the maximalist, like <laughs> clutter core, just chaotic, colorful thing. And I think they like to modernize it was so ugly like I but I get it because he's like rich now he's like super rich now so like obviously he's not gonna have all this like junk around his apartment um I just it makes me miss the old apartment a lot more that's the only complaint I have about it because I saw I remember seeing the design for the new apartment I was like "Mm." anyways so that was mine next go ahead Linda okay um I personally I think the favorite part um of the show right now for me is uh Carly's new like best friend now um which i'm blanking mm-hmm. on her name harper. yeah harper like i i love her character and how well she fits into it with everyone the only thing that i guess i didn't like if there's something that i can say um is like they don't really explain the whole like her dad situation maybe in the episodes that came out right now but i haven't catched up but um they don't explain like none of that like with her dad and because she moved originally right. to be with her dad right 
Mm-hmm. And then, like, she comes back and they don't explain, like, what happened there. I feel like they kind of allude that she went to college and then, like, ended up just moving back to Seattle. But I don't think they really, really explain how she moved to Seattle back. Yeah. So I think up. they would, like, get, I think maybe they'll get into it because I feel like they keep doing a lot of backtracking to, like, what happened in between, which, like, I'm not mad about mm-hmm. because they talked a little, like, in one of the recent episodes, they talked about. It was like Carly had her car and it was like basically not working anymore. And everyone was like, well, why do you like, it's literally not working. Like, why do you have such an attachment to this car? And she talked about like her, how her and Sam bought it together mm-hmm. and how it's like kind of like the last thing she has like with Sam, like Sam's not dead, but like, yeah. but like she's gone <laughs> and like, she's probably not coming back. Yeah. And it was like, I like that part. Like we get to, we are slowly getting filled in on what happened in between. between. So maybe like later they will. Yeah. Um, I, I do think that's interesting. And like, I think it would be interesting to have like a flashback episode of Carly in college and mm. stuff like that. I think, I think that's something that they would probably do um, because it is like such a, sh- I feel like the season was so short. Like I think, yeah, the last episode is coming out this week or it came out last week. Mm. And mm. I feel like it was so short. I need more. Like, but there are, they're already filming season two. So we're going to get more. Yeah. Um, I think for me, the thing I like best is the callbacks. And I mm-hmm. do like that aspect of it. And I also like how they're kind of easing us into this new world. Like yeah. they didn't like come off, like off the back, just so crazy. And like made you like, I think they made you realize that it was a more mature show but they weren't like so overt about it right i think yeah. the only thing i don't like about it is they don't really do anything with the web show they only mention the web show and show her doing the web show when it's relevant to the plot of the story like oh, i think in this yeah. season they only showed the web show that one time in like the first episode and then one time in an episode when yeah one time in the episode when they were trying to sell something and it was pertinent to the plot, but they never mentioned the web show other than that. That is really weird. So that's the only thing I don't like. Maybe it was just like a kind of oversight, perhaps. I feel like maybe <laughs> they just feel trapped by the fact that iCarly, like the name of it is like, that was the premise of the original show, right? Like they were doing this web show, but because like the characters are like, you know, like maybe she didn't have to do it and it would have still been entertaining to see these characters like, a grown-up in a modern world i think for me it's just like the whole first episode was about her social media presence and how yeah. she was going to start a, a couple's channel with her ex-boyfriend so i thought <laughs> really? that it, yeah oh. that was like the yeah, first episode and they did nothing with it like I think it would have been like an empower- empowering like girl boss story if like she <laughs> like they like kind of also like kept that in the beginning like oh because she's Carly as a character is a very like kind of obsessive and competitive person yeah. um so I think like it would stick to her character if she like would compete to like do better than her like ex and stuff like that yeah but also like I do. I have like mixed feelings about it. Like I wish they did that, but also like it, I like how this episodes are because it's like the original source material where like there's things that happen that might affect later episodes, but also like every episode is kind of like a standalone yeah. episode. Like it would come on like a rerun and you would still understand what's going on. Mm. So I have mixed feelings about it Be- because it is really set to the people that watched it originally. I feel like they could do 
what I'm saying, which is like longer arcs, like things that like will carry out through like entire season or half season or at least a three arc story episode. Like, I I think we would be able to follow, follow. especially because it's on streaming. Yeah, exactly. And because they're doing week to week. Yeah. Like, and especially, I feel like that would, because the whole thing with week to week, right? Especially in the age of like Netflix is like people can binge watch and people love binge watching. That's just like what everybody does. But week to week, you risk losing like the hype Mm -hmm. or risk losing like watchers you know um so i think if you're doing like longer story arcs that like actually carry through you would have more of a follow-through with yeah you know but we've been in the age of streaming and like serving to streaming like and binge watching for years now i feel like some people especially new writers kind of forget how to do that yeah how to do like a week-to-week show so because i'm sure like now when you're in school like you think about a lot of the conversations you're having about like netflix shows and streaming shows because those are the ones that like are coming out while you're in the classes and like you're like usually in your classes you're talking about what's popular right now yeah and why it's successful why it's not successful so it's like a different ball game so i think that's interesting that is interesting yeah right but i still love it it's like my favorite show out of like all these and like i really do like what they do with the first season and it just makes me more excited to see what they do with the second season like see because i feel like the writers are so in touch with social media and they understand the impact the social media has because there are like millennials on the writing staff um so i feel like these writers will actually take what fans are saying and like apply it to season two because they're definitely they seeing are, it, so. yeah like, yeah 100 percent. yeah like one of the writers one of the main writers is on tiktok and she always talks about yeah. behind the scenes of the writing room and stuff and i think that's awesome i don't know why more shows don't do that yeah. and that, yeah. like i feel like that's such a underrated part and also it sucks but like when you have social media recognition um especially in this age that gives you more respect in a way yeah so it, it it is kind of like a win for like writers and stuff because writers are very much um, overlooked. I feel mm. like sometimes in the industry, even though they're literally the creators of yeah. the source material. So I don't know. I'm just so interested to see how season two goes. Yeah. I think it'll be better than season one. It's longer, yeah. right? I saw yeah. that it was like going to be more episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is good. Um, uh, they really knocked out of the park. Thank yeah. you, Paramount. I think we. This is pretty much a hit for all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we yeah. welcome back to this once we get to the Lizzie McGuire thing because I have hope for the Lizzie McGuire reboot. Um, I don't, but... but the last one for the airing reboots is actually one that I didn't know existed at all. No, I didn't either. It's, I, put, I think I put it on the to come. You did. But, <laughs> and then I looked it up and I was like, it's literally out. <laughs> um, but it's Rugrats came out on Paramount Plus. Um, first season already just like about to end, I think. And it's a CGI, and so like the original Rugrats were obviously like drawn characters, like that style of animation, yeah. like the original ones. I think everyone knows, but this reboot is like CGI animation, so they look like kind of claymation, but it's not claymation. Mm-hmm. But the style of the characters is like that. Um, I watched the trailer. Honestly, a little bit scary. I watched the first episode and it was scary. I don't think I like seeing these children in this like style animation. <laughs> it no. like scares me a little bit. Um, but the premise of this one is like, it's they they're, they're all the same age. It's essentially the same show, but now they're in our world. It's like I was reading this review about it, and they were saying that 
they they thought it was strange how like the kids didn't grow up because I know there's already been like a Rugrats like grown up like we've already seen so that. good yeah that one's great <laughs> but like this one they're kids again but they're in our like time like there's like smartphones and there's like technology and all this and so like what the review was saying that was like they, they think that this was like for adults who grew up with the show to show it to their kids but, but why just, wouldn't they just show the original? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. It just scares me a little bit. Honestly, I'm just scared of it. Like, I don't, that's all I have to say about it. I just don't think this was the best way to do a Rugrats reboot. I, I don't think it needed a reboot. I think this is one of the ones that didn't need the reboot. Because it's because sort of, the whole... It's the same. That, the reason why people still love to watch it today <laughs> is because it reminds them of when there weren't technology and when there wasn't social media and... I think that's why a lot of people have nostalgia towards it. So I think yeah. you're kind of ruining the nostalgia in a way. Not See, I'm not a big fan of CGI animation. I honestly, not to like, I obviously any artist incredible, like you are so cool. Like I wish I could do what you do. I just think CGI animation kind of grosses me out. Yeah. <laughs> well, when it's already existing characters and you're reworking them in a new world like this, you're going to have that feeling. But if it started off, like if Rugrats originally didn't exist and this came out, I feel like people wouldn't have an issue with it. Oh, yeah. Because that's just just how animation is nowadays. It's just, I feel like seeing like the kids, like they're like the bald head in 3D and it's like. No, it was really weird. I watched the first episode and I didn't like it. I literally didn't even finish the first episode because I was like, I don't don't think I like this. I'm sure kids nowadays will like it, but like for the people that grew up watching the show. And I feel like we were at that weird age where it was like not as popular. Yeah, it was, it was like more for like our parents. On the way out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like more like our parents grew up watching it and stuff like that. So I don't know. I feel I have no strong feelings for or I, against it. Yeah. You know, like good for Paramount Plus because yeah. I know they're doing this with a lot of their shows. And good for like the original cast. Oh yeah, that's so, one cool thing about it that the original cast all came back to play their characters because mm-hmm. they're all iconic. I love that. all iconic voice actors. So I'm glad that they have a job and I'm glad that they're getting their check because yeah, they deserve the it. Um, they raised a lot of us. So I'm glad that they have that. I, yeah, I just think the CGI is like kind of off-putting to people that originally watched. <laughs> I think it is a little bit funny, like seeing that first episode where they're like in one of his imagination little games. Oh. Mm-hmm. Of the freaking going through the jungle with the dinosaur. I was like, wait, what's yeah. going on? And then the scene <laughs> was like textured. I don't know. It was just so weird, like watching it. Just seeing but the characters so in that funny. Kind of world. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I think, I mean, um, if you were a little bit high or something watching that show, oh. that Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's one of those shows that you should watch high. Okay. <laughs> That's the review. Um, like, I don't even want to give it a hit or miss because, like, I yeah, just don't I even... Yeah, I feel neutral. I don't yeah. have any feelings yeah. about it. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much all the airing reboots we have now. Um, I'm sure there's more. There's definitely more, yeah. a couple that we missed, but I feel like those were the main ones that we wanted to talk about. Now we're moving on to canceled reboots. So we have two main ones, completely drastically different with what is going on with them. Um, yeah, well, kind of. Okay, well, let's get into it. So the first one is Lizzie McGuire. Um, so essentially what... The Lizzie McGuire reboot was going to be starring Hillary okay. Duff. Do you want me to do it? Is there, is there a premise for it? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. The I show will reportedly pick up a Lizzie on the brink of 30, living her millennial best life in New York City. <laughs> she got a place. She's got a place in Brooklyn and a job as an apprentice to an interior designer. She also had a boyfriend. 
Um, I don't know what would have happened to that boyfriend if the show happened. And then just like the rest of us, she's just trying to figure it all out. In an interview with New York Magazine's Vulture, Duff revealed a few more twists. And it sounds as if the show won't be set in Brooklyn. She said she's not going to stay in Brooklyn too long, actually. That's where she's been. But she'll come back to Los Angeles. She's forced out of New York. And she's like, I can't be here anymore. Which I'm assuming would be the breakup with the boyfriend. But also, that makes it seem even so much more exciting like mm-hmm. that's so sad because let's theorize what we think happened what we think happened yeah. i truly just think disney was like because i carly wasn't even i was it announced yet i don't even yeah well i just think disney didn't want to take the risk of doing a reboot for a tv show that was originally a children's show and having it like marketed towards adults especially because like disney plus is not gonna have like big raunchy shows like they literally moved like love victor onto hulu Mm because they own both so i think they were just i think they just were so frazzled about this concept that they didn't want to put like a disney show on hulu and like just be they were i think they were just so like they were like it's too risky and that hillary duff like i think she wanted to do things and they weren't letting her do what she wanted to do with the character that she's like i'm not gonna do it if you don't let me do what i want i genuinely think that's what happened kim you're like your brain is processing right now do you want to go linda (laughs) and i think it's the same thing because i I also find another article on like some other website called republic Mm. world and the main thing that i got from it was that um like it was creative differences and i think personally like she's boss ass because i mean she basically was the main character of the show with along with obviously her friends and stuff but I think if she was going to do the reboot, obviously she should have some say over what's going to happen. And just the premise of it, it, it would have been so interesting instead of making it like, like kind of like going back to um, her having kids and then her daughter being like that kind of like, yeah, yeah. I guess Raven's home. That wouldn't have been so interesting as this mm-hmm. that was presented because it's like she matured just as I Carly did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, I think it was a perfect way to do it. So I think it's so weird because Disney, when it first started, was like groundbreaking, right? They were the ones that like took risks. They did like the first animation and like it was like they were very groundbreaking at first. And especially now that Disney owns so many properties and so many different networks that they could have thrown Lizzie at, I think, and especially Disney Plus, especially because they own like Fox and stuff like that, they don't have just like cookie cutter Disney stuff mm-hmm. on there. They have Deadpool. They have like rated R things. Like it's not like it doesn't exist to mm-hmm. Disney R rated things or like somewhat mature things. Because I think I Carly showed us that you could have like mature things, but it still be wholesome yeah. in a way. Yeah. Because that's just how life is. Some things are raunchy and some things are just <laughs> wholesome and good. Like that's yeah. just how it is. And especially with how Lizzie, because I love Lizzie McGuire. Lizzie McGuire is probably like a pillar of my personality. Like I, I literally love that bitch. And um, I think that in like Lizzie as a show was so important to me because of like the little animation, animation that she had, like mm-hmm. to kind of go more into her inner thoughts. Because like that's how that was kind of like my imaginary character when I was growing up. I had like my own little Lizzie, and that's how mm-hmm. how I processed my adolescence a lot of times so i was really excited for the show and it really hurt when it stopped so yeah like when you said like the creative differences i feel like they tried to make it too cookie cutter and i think that's it's just like so weird that disney does not take risks at all and i think like 
Disney is a money making machine. Disney, Marvel, like they can put out anything and it'll probably make its return and then some. So I don't know why Disney didn't take the risk with this. Like it could have been such a good turn of events to have them because I feel like Disney appeals to everybody, right? But I feel like they do try to appease children and then like older, like honestly conservative audiences too Mm -hmm. much. And they're leaving like this big millennial and Gen Z, which are the biggest like buying power, honestly, mm-hmm. now, because I feel like a lot of us are so willing to spend our money on things that bring us nostalgia and bring us joy. Because I mean, like I was talking to my friend about this. I was like, we grew up in the recession where like a lot of times, like our parents couldn't buy us the things that we wanted. We couldn't like fully kind of enjoy. And that's not our parents' fault. Yeah. It, yeah. We couldn't fully enjoy like, these things because we simply didn't have money for it you know so i think now that we're all have like our own money most of us have our own money and are able to like buy into like things that we want disney had such a good range to do it especially when you have lizzie you have hannah you have raven like you have all these things that had so many different ways to like you know make money off of like rather than just a show and I like I just don't understand why they didn't take the risk. And I feel like they probably feel stupid as fuck now. Yeah. Like seeing the yeah. success of iCarly, like I don't know. It's just it's just like disappointing. And I'm really sad about it. And I was listening to a podcast with the oh what's his name? Um, he's he plays the little brother mm-hmm. on Lizzie. I'm so sorry to man. I think his name is Jake in real life. But I was listening to a podcast with him in it, and he was saying like. I mean, obviously he's, he can't say much because <laughs> legal stuff, but like, he was like, yeah, it just, it sucks. Obviously it's a bummer. And he was like, yeah, we already filmed like two episodes and yeah, just the creative differences and stuff. So like, it just sucks that like, it had to come to that to end it. Like they already had like a whole cast and crew and then you just, because of the, like, how could bad could the creative differences have been Yeah. to the fact that you guys lost all that money that you put into the yeah. show and stuff like that I, I don't think that the risk was that big that they needed yeah. to cancel the show I think somebody just got too big of an ego and didn't want to budge and that sucks because I feel like it would have been such a cultural impactful yeah. show so maybe give it a few more years like I don't have like too much hope for it I don't know because like Lizzie I mean Lizzie. <laughs> Hillary Duff is like moving on to like different projects and stuff so like um i don't want to like inhibit her other project and her growth as an actress and also she has kids and stuff so like i i don't know if and i also don't know if disney's willing to give it up because of like i feel like it was an ego thing maybe i do i do the thing about hillary duff is like i even if it's a movie guys yeah yeah, something i do think hillary duff loves this character and Mm -hmm. like she knows how much impact she knows i think that's genuinely why she was like if we're not going to do this right we can't do it because it's going to hurt the fans just as much Mm -hmm. as it's going to hurt me like we love you, Hope. Yeah, so I think, I mean, if it wasn't the right time, then it wasn't the right time, but I do think yeah. we're going to get it. I truly do believe in my heart. But, like, I just, I'm just worried of how long it's going to take because, oh, yeah, I mean, that I don't know. people be aging yeah. and shit, like, especially, yeah. like, I love the setup of this. And it's like, like the perfect time. It's the perfect time to do it. I mean, Hillary Duff has aged beautifully. Yeah. <laughs> and so has Ethan as well, the guy, the hot guy in the show. They've both aged beautifully. And I, I mean, honestly, everybody has. Yeah, honestly, everybody has aged beautifully. But like, <laughs> I, I feel like I think Hillary's like thirty-five or something. Like, if you wait five to six more years, she's in her forties. Like, and then you kind of like lose out on the magic of like, also like painting the thirties for people our age. Yeah. 
It's like Sex in the City, but Lizzie McGuire. Yeah, exactly. Uh, It makes me so sad. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I I have a little bit of hope for it soon. I think think, that's why I think the iCarly thing is so important because, like, glass half full of you. (laughs) I think, but I do, I really do. Oh my God, the birds are going wild outside. I do think that, like, the iCarly reboot is going to change things for so many reboots going forward. Like, yeah, yeah 100%. Especially for Paramount Plus, because they own so many of these that, like, yeah. they're like, oh, we saw what that this did well. We're going to do this with other things. Take a risk and yeah. do something. Because, because honestly, they're losing out on a lot of money that they could be making. Yeah, they are. Like, if, because at the end of the day, that's what they're worried about, right? So I get that you need to, like, it has, like, this cookie cutter ideal of it. And, like, like we said with, like, a Carly, like, that's why I think iCarly did like more of a seamless transition because yeah. it already had like the built-in jokes, you know, like you said before, where for as Lizzie was very cookie cutter. And I feel like, I feel like we'll talk about this Zoe 101 too, but yeah. like people were just on different fucking pages. Yeah. Um, That's essentially what it was. So, That's so sad. I don't know. Oh my God. I said, not talking about Zoe 101, <sighs> which was also a very good show and I very much enjoyed it. And so this one has so many layers. To I it. truly, I literally was looking into it yesterday, and I still don't understand it. I got it. I was I like, got what's it. going on? So you put literally, what's even going on, JoJo? So you and Noah Beck, they're not gonna, they, they weren't gonna be in the show. What that was about was they did like a remix of the original song, mm-hmm. and who sings it? The um, Jamie Lynn Spears. Okay, and um, oh. they were just in the music video. So that's what that was about. That's it. That's all that deal it. for nothing yeah oh but it was just like trying yeah. to it was so this came out this music video because i didn't even know the music video came out i remember the teaser for it but Wait, what were the tickets for i remember them selling tickets for hold something. on <laughs> i'm getting there yes okay so um it was just like trying to be a cash grab for jamie lynn none of the other cast members to my knowledge have gotten like a cent out of it <laughs> So it was just Jamie Lynn trying to get money out of it and just, and then I don't think Jamie Lynn understands the audience of like how old the people that watch Zoe 101 are now, which is why she got Chantel Jeffries out of all people to remix the song, Jojo Siwa, Noah Beg, Dixie, all those TikTok people whose audiences are way younger than what the people watching Zoe 1 art, which are is our age, so like 20, yeah, early 20-year-olds. Yeah. So I don't think she under, She just wanted money because she is was allegedly, she's allegedly getting money off of Britney. Mm-hmm. And I feel like because she, this conservatorship case has been in the books for so long, the one that has already passed, she probably, she's not dumb, like completely. She knew that like th- this has an expiration date, the yeah. money that she's getting for Britney. So she was just trying to cover her ass before the decision was made on the conservatorship. Yeah. So I think that's what this was, was the music video and like selling tickets. And even her fans turned on her from this. <laughs> like their, her fan accounts like literally called her the fuck out because of this. So like, it was like, you had to pay to get the song. So they paid to hear the song early and there was like different packs. And then there was one that was like a meet and greet, quote unquote. But then the meet and greet ended up just being like a, private zoom call or like a face instagram live and they weren't even like able to really answer questions so it was just a scam <laughs> it was yeah. a scam and so even her yeah her fans were like what the fuck and then the song 
came out not even 48 hours after that thing that they paid for yeah that they paid for so her fans are like what the fuck i didn't even know jamie lynn spears had fans i didn't either <laughs> but they were pissed like and they called her out on their like fan pages and stuff like that so and she didn't even really apologize for it at all she took zero responsibility and she still continues to take zero responsibility for it and the thing is like she just because everybody is so nostalgia ridden right Mm -hmm. now and anytime something like that comes about of course media outlets are gonna like talk to the people about it so jamie just like reached out to before even before the song like reached out to hype up the song She's just evil, to be honest. She is like, evil. Every, th- every time I hear something about her, I'm like, mm-hmm. what is she and so, doing? You know how like you saw pictures of all of them together the to like, build a pipe? It was for, because all that had like a reunion episode. Okay. And they had like a skit on the, all of that episode. So that's why they were all together. Oh, so- and I don't think many people knew that. Because I the, all that episode came out. I think in the beginning of the pandemic and I also don't think they marketed it very well. Like I didn't even know it happened. Um, and well, also like all that is kind of like older than us. It's more like millennials, like dead ass millennials that all that like was popular for. Um, so that's why they all had that. I remember watching the skit and I was like, what F is going on? Wait, was it the one where they watched the, t- the, no, or what was that? The for? skit was the, all that skit was like the, all the cast was talking to this old lady who was Jamie Lynn Spears and then Jamie Lynn came on and like was talking to the old lady version of herself but they were supposed to be two different people it was like such a dumb skit and it was stupid but it was supposed to build up hype for the potential show but the thing is why would they do all that when literally nothing was ever confirmed about a show it was just Jamie Lynn trying to hype up the show so she or like or this song to make money off of it Mm. and like um paul butcher who is the little brother and also tiktoker i guess now (laughs) um he like when free britney started coming up more and like it was like bigger you know like when the when the court case was actually happening he made a tiktok about it and then people were like so it's not happening he was like no it's not happening and then like within like the same week tmz talk to chris massey chris massey yeah chris massey who is the who's one of the guys on the show and he was like no it's still happening like i just talked to jamie the other day and it was fine <laughs> and then like maybe like a couple of days later he's like yeah i'll have to talk to jamie about it like he was just totally oblivious to what the fuck was going on yeah. um so and then like, a couple of days after that or a couple of weeks after that he made a tiktok with his brother and they basically said like it's not happening and but Jamie still wants to make it happen. And I'm like, girl, nobody's on your side. Yeah. <laughs> so I just don't think she's a good person. And she brought in so many other people, got so many people's hopes up, and also is allegedly scamming her sister. Oh my God. I so, think at this point, it would just be such a bad move to do a Zoe yeah, 101 reboot. Yeah. I feel like, honestly, I feel like the rest of the cast deserves it. They deserve something. Mm-hmm. Because also, like, Zoe was kind of an annoying main character. Yeah, she was. To a certain degree. Yeah, she was. I feel like yeah like i loved lola and i loved quinn yeah. i love those girlies so i would be more than happy for them to have a little reunion and then give a little like even like even though i thought the what they did in fuller house was so cringy like how they called out mary kate and ashley like <laughs> it was a it, bit much it, that was a bit much. me don't stare into the camera but like yeah. 
And maybe if they even did that without Jamie, I feel like the fans would support yeah. them because I feel like everybody knows how shitty Jamie made it for everybody else. And I think everybody would support. They could, the, and like, it's, support it's not like cast. it wouldn't be the first time it's been done. Like, you know how yeah. with Roseanne, like, they even did. Even iCarly. Yeah. Like, they don't have Sam. No, but I mean, like, so. how it was, like, the main, like, oh, yeah, the main like in the title, like, Zoe. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Like, that. Roseanne, they did the reboot called, uh, it was, like, the something. It was, like, their last name or whatever. But it was, yeah, yeah, it was every other character except Roseanne, and it's doing great. Yeah. yeah. That's what happens when you get a problematic lead. You just write them off. Yeah. <laughs> um, that Yeah, that would be interesting to see them do something like that. And especially because it's on Nickelodeon, so same as Paramount, I feel, and they saw the success with iCarly, I feel like they should do something Ooh. with the supporting cast. That would be so, really interesting, actually. Fun. Yeah. I hope I, I hope that happens for the I rest of them. I hope it happens for them. They Especially after Jamie Lynn Spears, like, dangling a... Chair in front of them. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, like, none of them were talking to the... None of them were in the conversation with the studios. Only Jamie was. So she could have lied. She, she definitely could have lied about how far along in the process it was and if she even got like further than one meeting with like so the cool. network and stuff. Yeah. I know how cruel is that? Like they were literally only <sighs> they were all just buying on Jamie for all this information and yeah. I also like yeah. Anyways, for Brittany. <laughs> yeah. Because fuck know. fuck that family. Besides yeah. besides Brittany. <laughs> um upcoming reboots. Okay, so these we only have two here, I think. Um, also very completely different, but also kind of similar. So the first one that we were going to want to talk about, I didn't, I literally did not know this was happening until I saw it on the Google Doc, but it's a Fairly Odd Parents reboot with Paramount Plus. Again, Paramount Plus is killing it. Yeah. They're really doing what needs to be done. We love Paramount. Um, so essentially what this one is, is a continuation of the original series, but... It's like a live action animation hybrid. Which, which I think is fun. That's so fun. Um, but like the, Space Jam. <laughs> yes, like Space Jam. <laughs> Thank you. Um, the, okay, what I wrote is I think that Cosmo and Wanda are going to keep the same style of animation as the original show, but I think everything else is going to be live action. But I, I think the, the magic is going to be like animated. Like the, I wrote oh my the, God, didn't they have a movie with... Yes. And it was oh like Oh my that. God, yeah. Yeah, oh my god, I literally forgot that happened. Yeah, so it's probably going to be like that. They, they were they, but they were like 3D. They were like CGI, no? Yeah, but I don't think... I mean, I really hope they don't do CGI. No, I think they're going to... Because the Tom and Jerry... Much rather than be flat. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Tom and Jerry reboot, um, or like movie or whatever, it was like live action, but Tom and Jerry were still flat. They're and they, flat? they would okay. like mess with like the fact that they were flat. Oh, like, thank God. Know. Please hope, please make Cosmo Wanda flat. I don't want to see CGI with Cosmo Wanda <laughs> ever no, again. No. Like they were so cute in their little flat version. Like imagine... 2D. CGI like Phineas and Ferb like some characters need to stay like flat yeah for them to look good yeah and then like the physical comedy would be funny because they are yeah. flat so they can't move like <laughs> they can't move. Yeah. Never yeah. Phineas and Ferb no, that would <laughs> the live action like the stage show where they're like like the 3D yeah. oh, no. God. oh my god no no those characters don't work. have you seen the renderings of of like what they would be like uh-huh if, if they were, yeah, you you know what I'm what talking about. They're like, terrifying. No, I... <laughs> Someone like rendered like if these oh, yeah. and fur characters were like real, like in our reality, like what they would look like, and it's it's like with like scary. actual skin. Yes. Yeah. Mm. So gross. So weird. Um, anyways, the synopsis of uh, the Fairly Odd Parents reboot is: in the Fairly Odd Parents, Ty Turner uproots his. Lo- oh, it's a Ty Turner on the thing. 
but later it says, oh, oh, so it's not, so it's not Timmy. Once to her cousin, Timmy. Who's Ty then? I guess her relative. I didn't even catch that. Okay, wait, let, let's, let's unpack this. Um, Ty Turner um, uproots his life to reunite with his high school sweetheart, Rachel Ragland, in the town of Dimsdale, thrusting his cautious 13-year-old daughter, Bib, into a new world where she does not fit in. Once there, her cousin Timmy entrusts his fairy godparents, Wanda and Cosmo, to help her adjust by taking her under their wings. Witnessing the fairy transfer take place, Biz's new stepbrother, Roy, also inherits them, and the two siblings must come together to overcome the obstacles in their path, all with the help from their new wand-wielding and wish-granting fairy godparents. So Ty is Timmy's uncle. Oh, so then maybe Timmy's not a huge part of it. No. Ooh. Well, I guess that makes sense, like, if he's passing on... And it's a continuation because I think right. in the show, like where the way it ends is like, he's getting too old for his. Yeah. I do like that. It's a pair of like, it's a brother and a sister. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Um, I think that'll add some fun things. Also, now that I'm reading this, I feel like maybe everything in Dimsdale might be animated because the way it's like thrusting into a new so it's world. Like blues clues. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we just have to wait and see because I yeah. feel like this could go. Because there's no like um yeah mockups either. No, there's nothing out yet. Um, but also fun fact: the original is there cast. Well, yeah, yeah, the cast is out, but I don't, I didn't recognize any of them. Um, but the original cast members for Wanda and Cosmo are both coming back. Oh, so cute! That's oh. iconic. We love that. Um, and I think that's really all you need for. I feel like this is the best way to do a fairly odd parents reboot. I don't. I feel like with the Drake Bell movie, like we don't really need to see Timmy as an adult with fairly odd parents. Like, especially like when that, he's gonna act like a child. Yeah, it wouldn't really work, especially because the whole point of the show was that he's a child. He's irresponsible with these magic. So, like as an adult, like hopefully he's not being irresponsible with the magic. So I do like that they're passing it down to like a new uh, generation of kids. I think that's yeah, fine, and, and the are, way that it's the same characters. And these are all unknown people on the cast yeah they're like, like they're like kids anybody. stars yeah because i was looking at what else they were in and they're like children's tv show so it's definitely gonna be for kids mm-hmm. um uh, oh my god that's the picture this of the kind of- <laughs> yeah this kind of reminds me of um like Phineas and ferbs like uh like not reboot but like continuation mm-hmm. like uh of milo murphy's laws or something like that wait Some that's show. related to Phineas and ferb uh-huh I literally had no idea. Wait, can you go into that a little bit? Wait, what is it? It's called, it's called, what is it called? Milo Murphy's, Milo's Murphy's Law or something like that? Milo Murphy's I never even Law. heard of that. I, I saw it like in passing, but I didn't know. And I knew that the animation looks like Phineas and Ferb, but I didn't know it was related at all. Yeah, because even like, um, Doofenshmirtz is in it. Oh. Sabrina Carpenter. Al, weird Al voices a character? What the Provides the voice of Milo. Oh, so the main character. And in addition to performing the show's theme song. Oh yeah, Doofenshmirtz is in it. Are any of the other Phineas and Ferb characters in it? Or does it just take place in this world? It, I think it like takes place in the same um, like universe. Oh, Isabella? Mark Hamill. He voiced stuff in the original one. He did? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mark Hamill does a lot of voice acting. Oh my god, wait. Yeah. That's the guy who does Phineas, but he's not playing Phineas. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that's so interesting. I literally had no idea. Mort? That sounds familiar. Isn't that yeah, the robot? Mort, yeah, I think so. No, oh, yeah. 
Sorry, that's, I was thinking about Madagascar. Oh, <laughs> that's so interesting. I literally had no idea because I do remember the the Phineas and Ferb like movie, like the reboot that they just did on Disney Plus. It was like uh-huh. Candace something. Is um, that show on Disney? Yeah, it's a Disney Channel show. What? Literally had no two seasons, twenty sixteen. Oh wait, it was a while ago. Yeah. Sorry. It ended fast. I don't think they marketed this very well. No. I had no idea this existed. Like in the slightest. It's pretty interesting. <laughs> oh, I had fun. Hmm. I don't know. Anyways, that's pretty much it for Fairly Odd Parents. I think this one I'm excited to see, like where they go with it. Like I think this is a fun concept. Yeah. I probably won't be from uh, like us, like our generation. It's probably a kids show, but I'm really interested in seeing the fact that it's like live action animation hybrid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm interested to see what it looks like. Yeah, that's mainly the yeah. only thing I care about. The next one. <laughs> oh my god, I we're ending on a high note, guys. Um, the Are Powerpuff. We? I don't know. We're ending on something. <laughs> the Powerpuff Girls Cartoon Network to CW. So I'm pretty sure everyone knows about this. It's pretty much everywhere, but it's a live action <laughs> reboot. No, yeah, yeah. It's somewhere. I didn't know about but, this. Oh my God. Wait till we tell you. Okay, so basically. You look up pictures of it on your computer right now. Because they, okay, they, they, they look like. Look up like um, Powerpuff Girls CW like set pictures. Yeah. Because they got leaked and. It's embarrassing. Dragged. Oh my god. Okay, so basically, it's a live action reboot starring Dove Cameron as Bubbles, Yana Peralt as Buttercup, and originally Chloe Bennett as Blossom. Um, she did leave the show, so she's not going to be in it anymore. Um, just it's a due to scheduling complex. I don't think it's anything that, but it could be. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it's a complex is such an easy way out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like well, I don't know, but essentially what it is, it's like they're Riverdaling the Powerpuff Girls. Oh, no. Yeah, uh-huh. that's the best way I can put it. Um, and okay, so the script got leaked. Is the same guy that's doing Riverdale doing Powerpuff Girls? It's look at it's um someone that did I think Sabrina. Oh, okay. Wait, look it up real quick. No, I, that's the same guy that does Riverdale. No, it, I might I might be completely wrong about both those things. Girl. Um, but the script got leaked. I don't know if it was a sp- official script. People were saying that it was. I don't know. I never got any confirmation. I, feel but like it is. I read I it. I feel it in my soul. I read the script, and let me just tell you, if that had <laughs> just some of the things they wrote, I was like, "There's no way." And it does read like a, I don't know, like an episode of Riverdale, like the way the dialogue is. Yeah. But the 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 plot twist at the end was that like. You're, okay, you know that monkey guy, <laughs> Jojo, like Mojo Jojo. Mojo Jojo. He's like an actual monkey, but like the guy. The, so the villain of the show is like his son or something, and it ends with him being like, "Oh, we're gonna get our revenge," and he's like an actual monkey, like a CJ monkey. Oh, I. It was so weird reading that episode. I was like, "What is going on?" Because I, I was reading it as though it was fake. I genuinely thought it was fake, um, but then they announced that they were doing like reshoots, and I was like, "Oh my god, it might have been real." Wait, this is um, so weird. <laughs> And the tone of it was literally like Riverdale. It was like, like a Ryan Murphy. Yeah, it was like woke, like way too hard trying to be woke. Like, yeah, woke not in the right way. Yeah. Um, They literally shot the pilot, but then CW chairman uh, Mark Pedowitz called it a miss. Like he literally was like, yeah, no, that wasn't it. Um, So they're redeveloping and reshooting it. I think they're rewriting it. Um, And I don't know, like even Dove Cameron, like she got interviewed and she was talking about it and she said, we are going back, we are reshooting, we are taking a slightly different approach tonally. It's one of those things where you don't want to get it wrong and it's very easy to get it wrong. It's this, in the same way that everyone from an outsider's perspective is like, how are you going to do that? We're figuring that out. 
We want to get it right for us and for the fans. We really loved what we got, but we also think we could get it a little bit closer to what we have in mind. There's no way Diablo Cody is one of the writers and executive producers of this. Diablo Cody is the person. Oh, Greg Berlanti. That's what I was thinking of. He does the superhero shows on the CW. So Diablo Cody. Yeah, I don't know. I, I what? Let's just pretend this. She's the one that did Jennifer's body yeah. for everybody listening. Let's just pretend that it was a fake um, script. I really hope in my heart it was a fake script. I, don't think so. I feel like this is fake because I saw what like there's a part this what I'm about to read uh-huh. to you guys is probably fake because it's like Bubble says Blossom is fine. I saw her Insta that she has a boyfriend. I saw on her LinkedIn that she got promoted. I saw on her Facebook that she still talks to Grandpa despite their political differences. And then Buttercup says coming. Back here is probably triggering for her. So then no. bubbles. The entire script is like that. Mm-hmm. That's so weird. They all they use like the word trigger and like like they use that kind of like there's ways to use it, but like in the ways that they did it was just like it's like that's not how people talk. Yeah. Like well, I, I saw this. Hard. Yeah, I don't know. I saw this clip from um is it Outer Banks, I think. I don't know. Yeah. It was on TikTok. And someone says the word yeet, but they use it in the completely mm. wrong context. I was like also, does anyone actually say ye out loud? Like, uh, like in normal day-to-day dialogue? No. no. Like, I was like, what? Not even I, I as somebody who's in my username. It's like a part I don't of think your I, brand. Yeah, I've never uttered the word. Like, unless it was like, remember when it was like popular? But even then. But even then it felt off. Like, yeah. I didn't use it all the time. But no. it was just like when you throw something, you say ye at the time. At the time. Don't say that anymore. But the dialogue in, in Outer Banks was like, did you just yeet across the something? I was like... Maybe people in the South do. I feel like that's something Southern people would say, to be honest. Yeah. Are they in the South? Yeah, North Carolina is the South. Oh, I didn't even know they were in North Carolina. I thought they were on a beach. Outer Banks is North Carolina. And it is like a beach. I thought it was about aliens. Girl, North Carolina is on the coast. No, but I literally thought it was about aliens. Outer Banks? What is it about? I don't know. I don't think... I think it's more like the the Goonies type of vibe. Yeah. Pirates and stuff like that. My family loves it. That's so, so many people love it. I just could not get into it. Me either. I, the fact that it's yellow. I don't know. Anyway. That's what it is. It's, it's like the aesthetic of the show. I'm like, I feel like I'm sweaty watching yeah, it. Yeah. Which like I'm yellow. sure is like the point, but like, <laughs> yeah. it's not for me. Also like, whatever. This I is love not a New York, New York color palette. That's the vibe I want. Yeah. Um, anyway, so about the Powerpuff Girls reboot. When they first announced it, I was excited. I liked the casting. We were and all then, excited. And then as soon as they started revealing more and more, I was like, oh, God, I don't yeah. know. I don't know about this. They're reworking it. So I guess we're just going to Can I see. talk about the criticisms that I had? Oh, yeah. Because I remember seeing this TikTok and I was like, oh, I didn't even think about it like Wait, that. is that about the... Okay, this, I think I know. Like racial stereotypes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So <laughs> they cast Bubbles as like the white girl who's like ditzy and like cute and like pretty much like pretty mild as like a character and then buttercup is like buttercup yana is a black woman and then chloe is an asian she's half asian asian woman yeah and so blossom is like the leader so she's smarter and then like people didn't like that the black girl was like the aggressive like mean type because it was like that was like stereotype like they kind of just typecasted like they tried to make it diverse but they also still typecasted to how these stereotypes. Um, stereotypes are, these racial stereotypes are. Like, I forget how the person... Um, it's a great... T- we'll post it on our Instagram because I have the TikTok saved. I know which one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I have it saved too, but I couldn't find it. Um, but yeah. It's the, the way that they describe it is probably way more... Yeah, I don't... ...that we can... We're equipped to handle Refer to our... Instagram. Our Instagram. Um, but... 
I thought that was interesting that I didn't pick up on. And I was like, yeah, that bothers me now that I know about it. Yeah. So. I don't know. I did like the fact that, like, because the sisters were like, are they made in a lab? I, I wasn't yeah. like a huge part of Right? So, like, it makes sense that they're not all, like, white. I'm glad oh, they yeah. didn't keep them all white, at least. Because, like, there's no reason for them to be all white. But I feel like that's but, what happens when, like, older people are taking on things that are supposed to be for younger people. Like, yeah. they think that they can gather what people our age want, but then they still have, like, their inherent biases. Yeah. And, like, nobody that's younger on the team to check it. Especially, or younger people on the team that are too afraid to check it because yeah. they don't want to lose their job. Is the script still online? Because I heard Probably. that they were, like, doing season to season. Yeah, because and- she just... Oh, I was looking for that, and there's like bits and pieces of it, and I actually added one. Yeah, there was like. One. Wait, you found another? Yeah, because there, there. She literally says, "Um, yeah. I'm here to pick up by curious townies." Like, what? yeah, no, the entire episode is written like that. Well, like, have you guys watched? Any recent episode of Riverdale that's no, it's like literally like that. Written. They talk like yeah. Veronica, like the way they yeah that these characters talk is like they talk like Veronica and Riverdale. Um, and um, Cheryl. Wait, I wish I could find the last like the things that they make sure like Miss Madeline Lane say yeah. on that show. I'm so sorry to her. Like I want their contracts to end for all of them because I think they're all very talented people. The people that are on Riverdale, they just are... oh my god. Okay, I found another Shuffled. one. Okay. This is the start of Act 2. They just got back from a commercial break. Interior, Powerpuff Girls Home, Kitchen Floor Night. Blossoms out cold. Bubbles and Buttercup hover over her. And then Buttercup says, Bloss, wake up or we'll leak your nudes everywhere. Off Bubbles' confusion, that worked on you once. Bubble nods, remembering, then thinks. Closes her eyes. I don't know. But I if it's from the same, if it's a CW show, I wouldn't put it past them for that to actually be the script, you know? I really do hope because if that is, like, let's just say that is the script. Okay. Let's just say that that was, and they leaked it on purpose. Because sometimes Hollywood does leak things on purpose yeah, yeah, to yeah. get, like, you know, a gauge of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why they make Tom Holland leak yeah. things for them. Um, it, like, it's it's not a coincidence anymore. Yeah. Um, I really do hope that they are not doing a Riverdale, like basically copy and pasting Riverdale because it is successful. Like yeah. that's why Riverdale is still on. Like they don't just make episodes for no fucking reason. Yeah. Um, and I think they thought they were going to have like the same audience of Riverdale just transfer over to yeah. Powerpuff Girls. But I think they realized m- they have a bigger reach. They the could thing, have a yeah, bigger yeah. reach. The thing is, the fans of Powerpuff Girls and, like, Archie Comics are so different because with Archie Comics, this generation basically knows nothing about Archie yeah. Comics, so they could yeah. do whatever they wanted with these characters, and no one would care. But mm-hmm. we remember the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. So if, if they wanted a Riverdale, the Powerpuff Girls, they'd have to wait, like, 10, 15 more years. Yeah. Like, and, but they, if they can't, if they do it right now, we're going to be pissed, obviously. And I think with that first, like, the only set picture that leaked of them and, like, the, like, party city costume dresses the way i was because like what a lot of cw shows do is they'll have one scene where the characters will wear like comic accurate outfits right so like there's the halloween episodes of riverdale where they wear what like the cartoon versions of them wore Mm -hmm. so i was like oh it's probably that but then people online were like no that's what they were gonna wear like actually and i was like oh it looked so cheap too it i yeah it looked like 
they literally just called party city they looked good though like i just didn't like the outfits but like like the three of them together i was like i would like them as powerful girls yeah yeah, yeah. like the way they look like without the clothes yeah i mean yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, but yeah. you know what i mean yeah. it's like them when they announced who got cast and like, was, like their little headshot pictures yes that love we love live that. but costuming i think like cw shows need to get a grip on and the thing is, I, I already know how it's going to be. Like, it's going to be, like, yeah. like modernized outfits of these characters, but not in a good way. And then there's going to be, be, like, their colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's going to be a piece of their colors in every, like, like, I already know how this is going to go. <laughs> Which I don't hate that they stick with the color palette. It's no, just, like, like, I'm that. just imagining the outfits, and it just makes me really sad. Really sad. Because there's way, like, because you know that movie, Not Okay? Have you guys ever heard of the movie Not Okay? Of course I've heard of that movie. With okay. Zoe Deutsch. And, like, it's kind of, like, Joe they're Brian. doing an amazing job marketing it. Like, yeah. I'm so excited for that movie. Oh, yeah. I also love everybody yeah. on that cast. Like, they did a good job of actually showing what influencers today wear. Yeah. Or, like, people our age wear today. Like, why can't CW shows just do yeah, that? please. Please. I'm literally on my knees. It would be so cool. Maybe they're just buying into like the fact that it's that bad. I think Riverdale definitely leaned into the fact that it's like that bad. Yeah, it definitely got more and more. They were just like, if you want outrageous, we're gonna give you outrageous. So yeah. And I think the fact that it is in the universe of Sabrina let them really like. They yeah. were like, we're just gonna push as much as we can. Like, yeah. there's, oh god, I don't I know. Even tell you what's going on in Riverdale today. Oh, I don't. I can't either. I'm gonna finish Sabrina though, but. Good for them. I don't know. Anyways, so that's pretty much all we have. Um, okay, so I have these fun little questions that I wrote. Some exit questions. Some exit questions. So in conclusion, I wrote, do we stand? But what I meant by that is like, do we support these reboots? I not I just mean like in general, seeing childhood shows come back. I personally love it. Um, I think it's interesting. I do think like, yes, there's some ones that do horribly, but I think they're like they're necessary and in, in like the wide range, like scope of things, like to get the good ones, like iCarly and like High School Musical, Musical, the series that are actually successful, we'd have to get. Like for every Powerpuff Girls, there's gonna be a iCarly, mm-hmm. you know. What do you think, Linda? I think honestly, um, I kind of stand most of them. My yeah. favorite, obviously, has got to be iCarly. Yeah. Um, the Powerpuff one, I hope they really do um fix the script because that's gonna be a really cringy episode and if they stick with that one and it's gonna be shut down probably by everyone the first episode um so hopefully they fix it and they do it right um but in general i think i do stand like childhood shows um rebooted as long as they do it right (laughs) yeah as long as they remember who the fans are. And I think, like, with it really depends on the premise of the show. Mm-hmm. Like, iCarly can be extended because of it. Um, but, like, for example, Fairly Odd Appearance, we can't really... To me, grown up, it's about time. Like, it's time for him to get, his, get a <laughs> life. And, yeah. like, the, but it's cool that they kept the Fairly Odd Parents, give them to new kids. Like, that's, that's what the concept of the show should be. Um, like, yeah. give them to new kids every now and then. Um, so, yes, I do stand. But I, I think I wrote favorite angle and least favorite angle, but I'm pretty sure our favorite angle for all of us is that Carly one. Yeah. It just, they did it so brilliantly. Um, maybe that's another thing. Maybe that's why they went. I hope that um, Powerpuff Girls sees the success of iCarly and like 
kind of, I mean, you can't really exactly mirror it because they're fictional characters and it's not like, I mean, all of them are fictional characters, but like, yeah. you know, like iCarly's more like real life and you can like mirror it towards real life. But honestly, like I even think it gives Powerful Girls even more leeway because it is, they have superpowers and stuff. So they yeah. can make it even a little bit more mystical. But if they're going to go for this, oh, it's their superpowers and also like they're young adults and they're going to live young adult lives, like that kind of aspect of like Harley. You know what I mean? I, I, get what, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like the characters, but grown up. Yeah. Um, without sacrificing the fact that these are characters <laughs> that we already know and love. Um, yeah. And then I also wrote, show you're hoping gets this treatment. So any show from like our childhood that you hope gets a reboot. And it can be an iCarly style. It can be like, I don't know, any kind. Um, even like with a new cast. Victorious, obviously. I was going to say the exact same thing. I want a Victorious reboot. Even or just like, like a movie or yeah, something. Yeah. Like a high school reunion. Something. Oh my God. Yeah, like that would be like a perfect setup. <laughs> like a high school reunion. Oh, um, yeah. In the school. It, they wouldn't have to. Yeah. wouldn't be a huge time commitment for Miss Ariana Grande. If she can do the voice. She can do a one-off yeah, high she, school yeah, she episode because <laughs> the voice is so much time. It really is, and I just feel like I don't know. I think she they, the cast seems to really like each other. Yeah, they all are still pretty close. So I hope see why not. so much for this one. I do also think I I don't know if it would happen. I don't. I mean, I don't know, but I would like to see another Wizards of Early Place. Like one they're all more. on good terms, I think. Yeah, they're all on good terms. I feel like yeah, none of them have been problematic. Like mm. wow. Well, Okay, well, it's not like Good Luck Charlie, where, like, the mom of Good Luck Charlie is out here, like, at anti-vax meetings, like, talking who knows what. (laughs) Like, we're never getting a Good Luck Charlie reboot. I would love both of those shows to get rebooted, like, like, it would be perfect, especially Victorious, but one of the ones that is not maybe from our generation, but, like, a little bit before us, is Ned's Declassified. (gasps) But they ruined Is that the girl Mosby is, like... She just shot herself in the foot. They're so. just ignorant. Yeah. Also, yeah. the guy that played Ned, and also all of them, all of them shot themselves in the foot. But you know what would be cool if they did this with a new cast, like the style of the show, like the. Yeah. Oh my god! If they did that style of show, if they did like a reboot, but like a whole new cast yeah. type like, of thing, like pull a High School Musical to me. Yeah, the just the concept yeah. of the show, especially in a day and age with social media and stuff. As much as I feel like we're all tired of it, I feel like that show could be. Like yeah. Who owns? Was that Nickelodeon? Nickelodeon. Yeah, it's Nickelodeon. There has <laughs> they have lying. to have something in the books. There's no way they don't. <laughs> I'm sure because of success of iCarly, we're going to see more. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exciting. Oh, that's a good one. I, mean, I literally forgot that show existed. I forgot that they were going to like do something together. Like they were like going to talk to like Paramount. Oh, I guess. Really? Yes. Yeah. Like they're they- documenting it, and then <laughs> Mosey, Mose, the girl that plays Mose, just ignorant. I just don't understand why people, when you offend a group of people, why you can't just apologize. Yeah. And like, even if you didn't mean it that way, just be like, I was ignorant and I'm so sorry that I hurt the group that it offended. Yeah. And then I feel like that's all people want. And then also like actually do take the time to educate yourself. And also like the, <laughs> the way, the whole thing that started it, like you made that TikTok for what? For a couple likes? Like I just... And especially people were saying like, oh, because literally... Is his name Devin? Yeah. Devin, the guy who plays Ned, uh-huh. did like that trend and she was like, Yeah, go go Devin. Ugh. And then she made fun of the people that are actually people. Like, oh, why is it okay that your white friend did it? But not okay when anybody else does it. That just Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Very much 
ignorant mentality. So much racism. Anyways, (laughs) um, thank you, Linda, for coming on today. Um, Where can people find you and any future work that you'll be um, working on? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see about that. I mean, I'm hoping uh um, I can get into something soon. Right. It's. I feel like because of the pandemic, we're all in. Oh yeah! Don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah, we're We're all still in a pandemic. No one knows what's going on. (laughs) I've tried applying. Trust me, I've tried to get. Oh yeah. Um, Do you want to plug your social media? Well, I mean, obviously, all this information will also be on on at our Hollywood um, on Instagram, as we usually do every week. But if you want to plug your social media live okay well my instagram is um at the linda celine t-h-e and then my name um so yeah you can give me a follow if you want or you have any questions or anything just let me know (laughs) okay um and then everyone thank you so much for listening um we'll see you next week this is the first round of our screenwriter extravaganza yeah (laughs) all right bye everyone see you next week